Fuck Unai Emery. Unai Emery is a little bitch. Okay, here's why. This dude comes out and says, oh, left this guy for a big club. Why'd you take the Arsenal job? Huh? Like, if he goes from PSG, you would think if you're going to take the Arsenal job, like, would you really call Like, would you really go to that big of a downgrade that he's mentioning here? Well, I don't think, well, maybe he doesn't think PSG is a big club. Well, then he's lost his damn mind. Dude had Neymar and couldn't do shit. And then he comes to Arsenal can't do shit. Good evening. Fuck out of here, dude. I'm done with Unai Emery. This this man yeah, coming see, out here. I don't know what. Why is he so sour? Like you suck. Like move on. Go get another. Go get a new job. Why are you say, like? It's like someone that just got like got broken up with like four months ago. Mm-hmm. And instead of playing the field like four months ago, was it four months ago? It was in December. What oh, are we man. in now? April. Five months ago, that's still like talking about their former boyfriend or girlfriend and not going back out there. It's like, dude, move the fuck on, Unai. Yeah. You little bitch. That's what I gotta say. Sorry, I had to bust it out. Fuck that guy. Thoughts? On today's Footy Corner, the Premier League may resume in May in three stadiums in front of no one. Mayor Lori Lightfoot is the protector of the city of Chicago. Brescia makes quit Syria if it continues. Trump thinks he knows South Korea better than anyone. Jack Grealish may be back on the hot seat. And Billy Joe Saunders might be a wife beater. Is Jeff Paris George Costanza? Along with the typical comments and nonce of the week. Next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arin, how's everything going? Everything's going good. Quarantining uh, pretty good. How about you? Yeah, just staying in. Working out a lot more, I guess. Doing the little sweat exercises. Uh, walking outside, not in groups, people. Not in groups. Because there are people... Hold on. There are people online that are getting mad at people that are walking outside. What do you have to say to these people? Um, that's stupid, I think. But, I mean, I, I haven't really, like, worked out since this whole quarantine thing. But, but you've walked outside. <laughs> just you need to get some fresh just air. Just yesterday. Okay. But you, <laughs> so what do you say to the people that tell you you're an idiot for doing that? Uh, no. I think for your mental and your physical health, you got to do it. Right. As long as you're not congregating in groups of three or more. Right. I think it's fine. I don't know why some people – and I get, like, this is – yeah, it's very important. But you could still take a walk. Without touching everything in the city or whatever, you're, wherever you're walking, right? Yeah. In a space that, you know, in a space that has maybe either a large sidewalk or is not very densely populated, and you just walk. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. This is this is me letting out my frustrations very briefly. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Everything else is okay. Um, a lot of Zoom. Uh, Zoom is gaining steam, mate. Like if you, you know, is there stock going up? You're a stock guy. Uh, all stocks right now are getting fucked. I haven't checked Zoom. I I did dabble in Royal Caribbean, Norwegian Cruise Line, but then Trump just said he's not bailing <clears throat> bailing them out. <laughs> so no bueno for me. But I got them right before they went up, like twelve bucks. Wow. So I gotta sell them while I can. Um, yeah, that's about it. But I don't know about if Zoom has a stock and what the deal is with them. I I haven't really used it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've honestly just been gaming. Yeah. Non-stop. I read somewhere that Skype had a 3-1 lead on Zoom and gave it up. <laughs> and Zoom. Like, yeah, oh, I'm surprised. Why aren't analogies. people using Skype? I don't know. That we uh, not, a, not a plug, but we use them for our interviews, which you'll hear later today. We have quite, yeah, a, yeah. quite a decent long one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Zoom has uh, some good options in like getting multiple people on the screen, and it's really easy. You know, The problem is they have a 40-minute time limit. Uh, 
But outside of that, I know some people are having um, unlimited conversations. Recently, we had one where we played that game night. You could play games. You could play Cards Against Humanity on the internet while Zooming people. Quite the yep. scenes. Uh, with that said, I guess we're a footy podcast. Oh, we should probably, I should st- probably stop eating popcorn, too. Oh, yeah, that one Oh, episode. yeah, there was like two, three episodes ago where I was eating. It was like probably five or six episodes. What was I eating? Popcorn. Yeah, it was popcorn. Yeah, dude. I don't know about you people, about you listeners, but like my biggest pet peeve, they didn't? No, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I I cringed a little bit. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah, no, my biggest pet peeve is when like people chew loud. You know what I mean? That's like, it kind of sounds psycho, but it's like, even if their mouth is closed and they chew loud, that's even a bigger what the fuck. Yeah, no, you know I'm like that too. I'm the same way. And when you heard on the air, you're like, uh, it was like the, oh, yeah, like, I hate the last dude, year, and then like, it was Lewis. me doing it. I was like, oh my <laughs> sweet baby Jesus. But oh, yeah, man. I don't know. It, everything seems a bit fucked in the city of Chicago. Like, <laughs> that was quite the transition. Yeah, I know. Everything does just seem a bit fucked. Like, the past two days. I mean, um, everywhere, mate. Everywhere. It's not just Chicago. Well, no, here, like, the, the weather was like the mist from mm-hmm. Stephen King's movie. Yeah. Or his the book. fog, yeah. What I say, the mist. That's the movie, yeah. Oh, it is okay. Um, you mate, you've seen the mist. Don't don't be an idiot. I haven't. What? I'm, I'm not. You and Caitlin watched these scary ass movies. That's I not scary, bro. Comedy. Where were you? I'm a, like there was I'm a comedy movie. guy. I'm a comedy guy. Yeah, okay. It's well, shout out even... Central Intelligence. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah, pretty Central good. Intelligence was a really With Kevin good Hart and The Rock. Movie. Yeah, check that. Like so, that was shockingly good. But you can attest to this. Like it's just been so gloomy. No one's out. Like the city of Chicago, no one's out. Even in the loop, nobody. Yeah, they're listening out. to Lori Lightfoot. I guess this is our time to mention that. And it's like it's like foggy outside. It's so eerie. It's like damn, man. Like and then now like we have to do this for like another month. Not that I have anything against that, but it's just like damn. Even I'm starting to kind of be like. Once the bars open and once everything like like I'm going out, bro. Like <laughs> this is so depressing. Like I can't uh, wait till sports are on TV again. That's a big one. But I've been watching reruns of old Stanley Cup playoff runs, so yeah. that's yeah, been well, holding me. As PK Subban's on our TV, I guess that brings me to the point we're going to mention. Shout out PK Subban yeah, shout out. and his brother, who's a goalie for the Blackhawks, Lori Lightfoot. I guess I was going to talk about this later, but we're on the topic. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be quarantined by anyone or told to quarantine by anyone, she's the hero. I think we yeah. all. Uh, Wait, what is it? We don't need, but we deserve something like that. They no, bath- yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. the Batman quote. So Lori Lightfoot, shout out! If you haven't seen the Lori Lightfoot memes, go to Twitter, search Lori Lightfoot, and see what's going on because it is an electric factory. Yeah, and like she's she's been, we noticed her right away, bro. She we, was on this episode. She was on an episode. Live. I think it was two episodes ago yeah. where we stopped and you made fun of her. You made fun of her hair. Yeah. And her wardrobe. Yeah. And now she's all over the TV. So I wasn't the only one that thought so. so That's there true. It is. All right. So let's jump to a little soccer. Uh, basically, what we're going to do today is uh, first let's talk about the Premier League because that's obviously what we are, Premier League podcast for the most part. And then we talk about world soccer. Yeah, well, that's what we'll do. I'll, I'll have I have little tidbits I'll share. We'll go to the interview. Pretty good interview today. Fun one. And then afterwards, we'll do our comments and nonsense of the week. So let's talk Premier League. Uh, there is talk because of the money that may be lost, and, and you may have heard of it, that they are planning on resuming the hope. Obviously, everything can change, right? We're in a world right now that everything's changing by the minute. But they want to resume the first week of May, and they want to finish by July 12th. Because if they go past July 16th, they lose 762 million pounds in TV deals. Wow. So, Arian, so what are your thoughts on them doing this? They do it behind closed doors. 
and at three stadiums where players are tested heavily and then basically you play your match, you train in that area, and you're you're essentially quarantined for the rest of the season to like an area. That sounds wild. Um, it's almost like the Olympics, but I guess I wouldn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like they'd be weird watching the games, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that Would they, they broadcast plan, them. Yeah, they broadcast them, and actually, you pretty much it'd be almost like game by game. It wouldn't be like six games at the same time because they'd be using the same field, so it'd be like triple headers. It'd basically. be like a March Madness, almost. Yeah, in a sense. And um, so they, they're planning on three stadiums. And I was going to tell you before the show, but we're going to try to guess. Do you know which three stadiums are rumored? Now, that's not in this article. I have some sources. Okay, my first my question ITK. is, are they all Premier League stadiums? Currently, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Wembley's not one of them. No, nope, Wembley is not one of them, surprisingly. Okay. I think they're trying to get away from the super populated areas. But, I mean, I guess one of them is in a whatever. Let's, let's you want to? Okay, yeah. I'll give it a go. Pods, I guess, of matches. And I guess they might have to they Are they all in different cities? That's yeah, actually they are. They're so all in, so yeah. three different cities. So I'm going to go Old Trafford. Nope. Anfield? No. Norwich? No. <laughs> I know that was kind of out of nowhere, but like well, it's kind of secluded. Um, you do have to go out of nowhere somewhat because it's not any of the big, quote-unquote, big six clubs. Well, fuck me. Um well, actually, Wolverhampton. Yeah, one of them is Wolverhampton. <laughs> I guess um, one of them is in the top, but they're not a big six right now. Bournemouth. No. Sheffield. No. You got Wolverhampton. This is fun. You at home, go ahead and make your guesses right now. See if well, you can fuck get me. While, while he's doing they're this. Probably, whoever, I mean, they're probably like singing in my wife and he's saying this. Um, um, they're, they're guessing too. Everton? Nope. So no, no games are played at... No, none in Liverpool. Man City's not London, a big club, so Man none City. None in Manchester. No. No, okay. Jeff, Jeff. Shout out Jeff Paris. Okay. Emirates? No. no none in London. None in London. None in London. Bournemouth? None in Bournemouth. None in London. What other cities? <laughs> Fuck. What's that there? Seriously, though. Stoke's not in the Premier League anymore. No, they're absolutely not. This team is there a Birmingham team? Al Villa. Yep. Aston Villa. Aston Villa's one. Yep. Aston Villa and Wolves are the two. And the third one, they're not a big yeah, six team, but they're in the top six right now. They're not a quote unquote big six team, but they're in the top six. And I'll give a third hint that'll give it away if you want it. Here, just tell me what it is. They've they are they've won a title recently. Oh, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester's the other wow. one, KP. Yeah, those are some random-ass cities. So Leicester, those would be Birmingham. the three that I'm hearing from my ITKs. Not in the – not in like – you won't see that in articles right now. But my ITKs say these three stadiums, um, and they might allow squads to have 29 players instead of 25 since they're going to basically be rapid-firing these games. You'd be playing so often. But the good news is European competitions are canceled as of right now. So so Champions League champions I mean, are you're still just, Liverpool. Well, yeah, there you go. And then you'd only be playing Premier League matches, but, like, every three or four days. So there'd be, like, it might be scenes to, like, watch all this stuff. It would be cool. It would. It'd be interesting. Betting would be back. Yeah. Wait, no, it wouldn't because you can't place bets anymore. Um, What do you mean? Where are you going to place your bets? Yeah, well, the casinos have to open. But by May. Casinos aren't opening. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. You'd have to do it online with your bookie. Yeah. All right, some offshore gambling. So what are your guys' thoughts? Where can they tell us their thoughts on how the season will resume, if it will resume? What do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a great plan? Would you be interested in seeing this? Where can they tell us? At the Footy Corner 2 on Twitter. How about you? You, you said you're okay with this plan? Cool? With what? Good to go? 
this this idea that I just shared. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird, but yeah. It is a bit out there. Um, all right, so let's go to some random stuff, right? Remember when we talked about the Laden Orient tournament? Yeah. Have you been following it very much? No, yeah. not at all. I'll be honest. It's been very difficult to follow, but uh, I guess I, I looked at the um, latest update, and they're down to the final four. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, and I had it here a second ago, and it's gone. I don't remember. <laughs> I know uh, Istanbul Beşiktaş. Um, is is in the final four. They're in the semis, uh, along with Lille, French club Lille. Um, along with them, you have – oh, this is my fault. That's because I searched this instead of – oops. Uh, on top of that, I know Wolves are fighting to be in that match. Uh, I'll come back to it later, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I lost it. Yeah. It was here somewhere. Um, all right. So let's look at some other stuff, I suppose. Oh, here's one. The There is a league still going on. Do you know which league it is? I've never seen so many tabs open one, at once. Honestly. You say this every time. No, no. This is ridiculous, dude. You need to you need to figure it out. No. The, bro. Okay. So what's the league that's going on still? Stop. Focus on real things. What's the league that's... These are all like recipes. You need to have recipes during the quarantine, man. Have a word. What do you mean have a word? Oh, here we go. I got it. I, <laughs> I finally have it back up. Groningen and Lille will play for a spot for the semifinals. And Wolves are playing FC Scion. Oh, wow. The car company. The winners will join um, Istanbul Beşiktaş and Standard Liege. Wow. A lot so, of French teams are doing good. Wait. Who, who's French? Oh, Saint-Denis is Lille and Scion are both French. Oh, yeah, that's true. Scion, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, let's talk about something that's going on. The Belarusian Premier League is getting a big spike in viewership, a big spike in ratings. I mean, it's being talked about. So, let's talk about the Belarusian Premier League. What team yeah. are you – do you want to tell we've, everyone we've said this. We said this in the last episode. No, we said it in the interview. We didn't say it in the last episode. Oh, yeah. It's I'm, now a big thing. It's become a big thing since that episode, the Belarusian permit. We'll mention it in the um, in the interview. But um, so just go ahead and say who's – I mean, they'll hear it. But say who you're a fan of, and I want to kind of talk about the league a little bit. Um, what, what are you doing right now? <laughs> sorry. Uh <laughs> That was bananas. What was, what was bananas? On? I'm talking about the Belarusian oh. Premier League, mate. <laughs> uh, my team? Yeah. My team is FK Sluts. <laughs> You're a Sluts now. I'm sluts. a Sluts. Whatever. K at the end. I'm even friends with their top striker on, on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. Artem Saiduk. Yeah. Big time player. Yeah. We're, we're, it's a family club. So so the team most people would be familiar with would be Bate Borisov, right? So that's okay. the one that like probably everyone knows. But outside of that, go ahead. Everyone tell us. they beat Arsenal. Well, no, because they always make Europa League. They're always there. Bate Borisov's always Or there. Champions League. Yeah. And so they usually get ran. But um, they right now, Bate Borisov's sitting on zero points out of two matches, man. So they're on the hot seat. Uh, go to the Belarusian Premier League. Everyone tell us who your team is. I like Energetic BGU. They are, uh, they're called the Students. Uh, so, you know, as a professor, that's my go-to team. They are now, they're currently tied for first. They're in second on goal difference, and they have a big match against FC Minsk this week. The winner's going to be in first place. Oh, wow. Big match. They're also, here are the other teams you guys have options of. Jodino, Islak Minsk, Brest, 
Slutsk, Niemann, Shaktyor Soligorsk, Ruchbrest, Slavia Moser, Vitebsk, Smoloviki. I almost picked them. That's a banana's name, Smoloviki. Sounds like a top striker. Dinamo Minsk, Bate Borisov, Belshina, and Gorodea. So, oh, wow. heads up that Gorodea is in the relegation zone along with Belshina. So, yeah. tread lightly. I mean, it's you can go with the safe bet and just go with slots. Yeah. Well, it's that's, I think, the most popular team right yeah. now. <laughs> and they had a video the other day. Yeah. I actually, they're bro, worldwide fans. Bro, check this out. I got a friend request again from some, with the FK Sluts family. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, SFC Slutsk. They're like the top fan group of the Slutsk team. And they are getting a high traffic of Official fans. profile of F- SFC Sluts. Yeah, they're getting a huge worldwide <laughs> fandom. And they don't. I don't know if they exactly know why, but that's Banana Lands. Yeah. Uh, so, follow the Belarusian Premier League. There's some big matches this week. We could break them down next week. I mean, honestly, I don't have much else to watch. I might put the games on. Um, if you're wondering... Exactly around what time? Similar time to Premier League. For instance, on Saturday, you can watch Shakhtyor Soligorsk against Niman at 7.30. Bate Borisov plays Ruk Brest at 9.30. And Brest plays Slavia Moser at 11.30. So there's some... Imagine waking up and your wife's like, why are you waking up at like 6, like <laughs> 7, at like 7 a.m. And you're like, going to watch the Belarusian Premier League? Their game's tomorrow morning. So when you're listening to this tonight, yeah. tomorrow morning, wake up, 9 a.m. Central. you got Belshina against Gordea. Big relegation battle match there. Huge relegation battle match. Wow. I think your boys, the Sluts, play on... Uh, We're a Sunday team. Yeah, you're playing on Sunday against Islak Minsk. Yeah. And then, like I said, the big match, Energetic against FC Minsk, one versus two. Can't miss I mean, if Sluts wins and you guys draw, we're in first. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I'm feeling a draw from you guys. and I'm feeling a big Sluts win on the road. We'll see. Against Islak Minsk? Our Ar- Artem, Artem Saiduk, I've been messaging him. He's ready for it. I heard Islak's owner's pretty hard, though. He might threaten you guys <laughs> by severing your family's toes. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's pretty wild down that's, in that's Belarus. A, that's always a good card to pull. <laughs> you know, they're pretty wild there. All right. Let me share some other uh, some little tidbits. Just coming out, wildly enough, Juan Mata uh, revealed how um, when he first interacted with Louis Van Gaal, what happened? And Juan Mata said that uh, his first meeting with Louis Van Gaal, he was scared. He was afraid of Louis Van Gaal when he first met him. Why? He found him extremely scary when we first met. He was scary, I tell you, Mata told United's official podcast. But he ended up being a very nice man and a very, very genuine and sensible human being. He kind of does look intimidating, though. And I think that's what it was. Um, He said he was more than a football manager with tactics. He's a great human being, and I learned a lot from him. So it says he can look scary face to face, and sometimes he gets close to you, but he's usually <laughs> That's, you know, like if someone said that to you, <clears throat> you'd be flattered a little bit because he's like saying you're a really nice guy and genuine right. and good human being. I think he's making fun of his face. Yeah. So, but <laughs> wouldn't you be like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, probably. But Louis Van Gaal is like a top lad. He said that the first ever meeting they had, he said this. He said, "I arrived in the room and it was him, Ryan Giggs, and a bottle of Rioja red wine with three glasses." Mater continued. He was like, do you want a drink? And I said, no, no, I'm fine. He had a drink and said, tell me who you are. And Juan Mata goes, my name is Juan. I'm 26. I play football. <laughs> to which Louis Van Gaal says, no, no. Tell me who you are as a man. Do you have a family? What do you find important in life? 
And he said from then on out, he was very – he respected him. All right. So. If we're in season, <laughs> here's my question to you. He's having drinks. Do you think he's testing him? With the drink thing? I don't know. I feel like Lee Van Galt doesn't really give a fuck about players like having most a drink know. of wine. I feel like if it's between like, the manager and the player, they yeah. don't care. But if the player's out and about and drinking, then it becomes a problem. Right. Like as long as you're not going wild, you know, like – I don't know. He's like, just have a glass. Let's talk. Because you know? like, you gotta to realize these managers. Like, what? He's from. He's, from he's Dutch. Yeah, yeah. He's from like Klopp is from Southern Germany. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is like this is what they grew up on. Like, wow, they when they were professionals themselves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it worked for them. Like, yeah. no, right, right. So, um, would you grab the the glass though? Would if you? it was my manager, the first time I'm meeting him, I'd say no. Yeah, I'd be. Really? Yeah, because so it goes back to like when I had my interview with, you know, my current boss at Purdue, you know, like he offered, he's like, oh, no, go ahead. And he had one, but I still was like, eh, I'll be conservative. And I was like, no, it's it's okay. But I really wanted that red wine. So I'll have a little bit. I'd be like, pour me a little. I'll have a little bit. But I you know what's funny? What like. I interviewed with them like two or three times. So like the third time I, I, I did have it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Because of an issue, an issue that happened one year, I had interviewed twice with them. So. The second time, I was like, yeah, bring on the fucking red wine. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So uh, did you know of – here's another one. Let's. Uh, so something else I came across. Now that there's no soccer, you just come across some wild stories. Uh, Andrea Pirlo and uh, Gattuso. Have oh. you heard about their like they have friendships? friendships? No. They, I mean they're kind of on and off. They seem like polar opposites. Right? Uh, so he, it's, I read an article that says you can forget about James Milner and Andy Robertson raiding biscuits at Liverpool. Mason Mountain, Declan Rice pranking each other on holiday, and Deli Ali and Eric Dyer opening up in their living room on Gogglebox. What's Gogglebox? Man? I don't know. <clears throat> I thought it was Googlebox at first, but I don't know. Uh, or you could talk about Alan Brazil and Ali McCoist. Apparently, they're pretty funny. Yeah, but they've you got hate Alan Brazil. Yeah, but Brazil's a top lad. Who's Ali McCoist? That's his co-host, bro. Oh, okay. So apparently, but he <laughs> says this had nothing on Pirlo and Gattuso, who just love winding each other up. Uh, and there's just a quote in here from Gattuso. He goes, Pirlo, honestly, he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's all he says about him. Uh, but, you know, apparently they've had some funny stories. Um, Pirlo made football look so effortless, it made Gattuso want to quit. He said watching his Milan teammate Pirlo in action made him want to change profession. Uh, he said, <laughs> after Pirlo's retirement in 2017, he was asked in a radio interview if his legwork on the pitch made the f- flowing-haired playmaker a better player. And his reply, don't talk nonsense. Let's not confuse Nutella with shit. (laughs) Which is now our favorite phrase ever. He helped me much more in my career than I did him, he added. But in the dressing room, he's a big son of a bitch with all due respect to his mother. He teased me for months. He was very funny and he could be a bit of a... It's... Oh, twat. (laughs) Pirlo seemed like a cool guy. Pirlo and Gattuso... And, and you could tell. They are, I mean, they're just funny, you know? Yeah. Um, apparently, one time, Gattuso infamously tried to kill Pirlo with a fork. Like, I guess he ran at him with a fork for a bit, and they got into a fight. <laughs> so, there's just this story that just talks about it. What now, this leads me to, you know, obviously I'm sharing this story. It's goofy. Your favorite Premier League bromance, or soccer bromance. Do you have a favorite soccer bromance? Um... I mean, I guess you don't really see many outside your own team, right? Because you usually take in content of your own team. So it's tough to really note many bromances that are occurring. What's yours? 
Let me ask the listeners. Everyone chime in. What's your favorite bromance? Um, you know, like growing up, what mine used to be? Hmm. Uh, Mario Goza and Marco Royce. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. They're yeah. good. Yeah. Those were two good. are really fucking cool. I mean, as Arsenal, as an Arsenal fan, you kind of see like Lacazette and Aubameyang, but I mean, there really isn't. To the point where I copied Goza's hair. Like, I copied everything to a T with Goza. Yeah. He was like my fucking guy. So we'll put this on Twitter, but please let us know like your favorite bromances and cite it, and we might do a poll next week. Uh, yeah. Best, best soccer bromances. I mean, I, I mean, I've just really seen Lacazette and Aubameyang, and for because oh, okay. you like, I tend to watch Arsenal content, but I'm you know. Honestly, I didn't think of this question before I asked it. I just asked yeah, it. There's, I'm sure there's a lot. Right. Um, but, yeah. So, go ahead and everyone tweet us. So, we'll, we'll revisit this Dejan next week. Lover and Mo Salah are pretty fucking funny, too. There you go. Milner and Robertson are pretty funny as well. I mean, I'm like, sure, other guys at Liverpool that are pretty good. And I'm sure other teams have their own guys. Yeah, like they said, Eric Eric Dyer, Dali Ali. Man City, no one's really friends. They just play for the money. <laughs> they don't really have any friends. <laughs> oh, um, my God. United, I'm sure Rashford, well, Lingard, the biggest nonsense. Yeah, he sucks. All right, so, yeah, go ahead and list it, and we'll but talk yeah, more next me, week. Let's talk Already, romances. I'm already saying this, Royce and Goza. Sure. All right, Royce and Goza. All right, so, yeah, everyone give your input, and then we'll make a poll off, like, the more popular answers and see what happens. Did you hear about Karim Benzema? By the way, Goza's going to be a free agent. Um, about what he said about Olivier Yeah, Giroud. wow. <laughs> this was like, surprising. Do you think he was joking? I don't know. You can say it. Say it first. So this was this this was wild. Yeah. So I guess it kind of got brought up where he so he was this. Let's first say Benzema was in an Instagram live kind of story, right? And he was with a French actor and comedian, so he could have been like fucking around and playing to his audience. But um, the the thought and the discussion of who Didier Deschamps' first choice striker will be between him and Olivier Giroud, despite Giroud not really getting much time in Chelsea, there's a debate still. It, it's yeah. always kind of been there. And Benzema said, you can't confuse an F1 car with a go-kart, and I'm being kind. I know I'm a Formula One car. So, you know, yikes. So it's either a like, joke or he's a little envious because didn't, it, didn't he get kicked off the, the French team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sex yeah. tapes yeah. and whatnot. Sex tapes and stuff with uh, who's the other lad? Uh, your boy. Yeah, what, Valbuena? Matthew Valbuena. Oh, yeah, Valbuena, yeah. 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 Why did I think it was not, um, the lad that left Arsenal for Man City? Oh, Nasri? Yeah. That's because he's a nonce, too. People just hate his attitude, but yeah. He's a dickhead. Um, yeah, maybe he's just envious because Giroud took his role, kind of. I mean, but Giroud doesn't even start. Yeah, that's why it's really weird, because it's like, well, what what are they going to do? But but here it is. Here's here's what I think. But Benzema is a lot better than Giroud, in my opinion. He is, but I feel like that French team, I think Giroud works better with the players that France has. And Benzema? Yeah. No, I think Benzema is all like they need Like, they need the target man, and, and and then they like to whip a lot of balls in, and he gets Benzema's his head on it. a good target man as well. He, he's decent. I know a lot of Madrid fans don't like Benzema, but goddamn, some of the things I've seen that guy do are just wild. Yeah. I mean... So that's a debate. Like the low key players that look a little fat but aren't fat, I put him as like elite, like very good. (laughs) But there's one guy that's better than him, and his heyday is Gonzalo Higuain. (laughs) So who's the best? Gonzalo Higuain at Napoli was just a fucking animal. So yeah, let's ask this. Let's ask the people. Who do you? Who is your favorite fat soccer? I think I. I think I know what the popular answer is going to be. Who is it? R nine. Huh? R nine. Ronaldo. Oh. Oh, fat when he was fat, Ronaldo. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who's that guy that played? Uh, 
Bro, he looked goofy as hell. He had bad. Way. He had bad teeth. He Who's had the that. guy that was a big unit? He wasn't. I guess he wasn't fat, but he was, was super buff. He played. Oh, Akin Ake- Fenwa. Akin Fenwa. Yeah, that guy's got to be up there. Yeah, too. he's a big Liverpool fan too. Actually, yeah, right. He played for AFC Wimbledon last time I checked, and Wycombe Wanderers. So everyone tells your favorite fat soccer player, and then let's see what. Well, they're not really fat, but right, you know, you know they look saying. fat, right? That's because soccer Sorry. players are genuine, generally very skinny, right? And Eden Hazard doesn't count. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm stuck in that mold for life. I think. What? I can't, I can't put on muscle. But you're not fat. No, right, yeah. I'm not saying I'm in the fat oh, category. Okay, okay. Well, how about this one? Did you hear about Pepe Reina? What did he do this time? Apparently he had a real scare in his coronavirus battle. So Wait, Pepe he has Re- coronavirus? According to him. So he hasn't been tested. <laughs> According to <laughs> Yeah. This He's is, self-diagnosed. See, don't you, do you like this? I'm finding little tidbits, and I feel like we, I was like, we haven't been around for two weeks. we got to share some tidbits. Yeah. Pepe Reina has revealed he struggled to breathe for 25 minutes while dealing with coronavirus <laughs> symptoms. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. In what he <laughs> described as a real scare. I think he had a panic attack. He began self-isolating after falling ill last month. The 37-year-old recalled the frightening moment, and he lacked oxygen and says he's now recovering from the virus. I was isolated after the first symptoms of the virus, fever, dry cough, a headache that would never leave, a sense of fatigue, he told Career Delos Sport. The only real scare was when I was missing oxygen for 25 minutes. Just like that, my throat suddenly closed up and air could not go through it. I spent the first six to eight days locked up in a room. I'm getting out of it now. So, yeah, apparently not confirmed, but Pepe Reina has coronavirus. That's shocking. So that's a bit wild. Hopefully he's doing well in his 25-minute breathing scare. I mean, it's just funny because he said yeah. that he like couldn't breathe for 25. It's such a specific amount of time. So anyway, another little tidbit. Ashley Cole was robbed. I don't know if you heard about this. Wow. He, uh, his home was attacked Which by home? masked robbers. Which and home? he was at home. Um, his London home? Surrey. In, in Surrey in England. Oh, shit. I don't know where that the is. The door's not closed fully. Oh, on. so in Surrey. So the 39-year-old himself is said to have been attacked by mass, a masked gang who have threatened Cole and tied him to a chair. Um, so a spokesperson did not mention it, but apparently this happened uh, in Fetchum on 21st of January. They broke through his uh, rear doors at 9.45 p.m. Well, he was so, in the house? Yeah, and he got tied to a chair. Uh one source Holy told the son fuck. it was a terrifying experience. The robbers sounded very professional and knew exactly what they were doing. They must have deli- deliberately targeted Ashley and cased the place in advance. Well, obviously, yeah. All so right, that's, so a, that's a scary thing. That wild you comment I'm about to say here. Yeah. So let's say you're you're struggling and you're a robber. Yeah. I do the same thing, bro. Well, what do you... Do you know how much money Ashley Cole has? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. I do the same thing. I tie that motherfucker to a chair and I go to his jewelry, snag you all that. You know what's that, funny? They, him to get his money. they say there was a high-priced piece of jewelry that got stolen. Yeah. yeah. So you so. steal all that. And then if I'm an Arsenal fan, dude, I just like punch him a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, this is for this is for Arsenal and just punch him. Yeah. Because that would be funny in the police report if he says that. Sorry, I had to interrupt. Apparently, Tom Brady's going to rent Derek Jeter's home. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's what it just said on the ticker. Breaking news. All right. Sorry. Derek <laughs> Jeter has a house in Tampa? I guess so, yeah. Or in Florida. Is that where he's from? I don't know. Huh. Anyway. Anyway, going back to this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Hot take. Baseball's the most boring sport in the world. Oh, what are your guys' thoughts? Most boring sport in the world. 
I mean, I'm still a sucker to watching the playoffs, but I think it's boring. Fair enough. All right, uh, I'm, I'm just going to keep moving along since I know this is kind of. But that you know, uh, thoughts and not thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Hopefully, Ashley Cole's recovering just fine along with his family. Even though, yeah, I, don't I feel like bad them. for his family. That sucks. Um, Brescia. This just came in today. Their president says he'll forfeit the club's matches if Syria resumes. So we just talked about. He said, "quote unquote," I don't care for relegation. relegation. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that on the bottom ticker as well. I mean, oh, this. By the way, think? this documentary is going to be bananas. Oh, the Michael Jordan one? No, yeah. it's about the Bulls team. When, yeah, but when is it? Uh, April nineteenth, I want to say. Okay, dude, this is going to be sick. Yeah, I can't wait. Sorry, we're we have ESPN on, and they well the big news about it is they bumped it up. They moved. Oh, look at the Jordans. I He's think it's about Jordans. Jordan, dude. Series sign, yeah. Oh, it's not about the Bulls. It? It's about Jordan, yeah. So ESPN has a Damn, something like a thirty for thirty, I believe, right? Bill Jackson, and it was supposed to come out in June or July, and they're moving it up to April because of what's going on. So. Oh, yeah. This is an absolute must-watch. We should do a watch shit. party. It's, it's called The Last Dance. Wait, a 10-part documentary? Oh, begins April 19th. What a fucking electric factory. This Holy might be shit. ESPN's. Well, because we're from Chicago, so this yeah. is obviously guys, biased. Guys, yeah. But, it, I mean, no, you know what? So let's talk about that before we get into this Prescott thing. Uh, <laughs> we had the 1998 NBA All-Star Game on. Holy shit, what an electric Okay, factory. yeah. Basketball used to be even so you, much better. Even if you don't watch basketball now or aren't a big fan, you know these people. Right. Oh, the players that were in that game? Yeah. Kobe, Kobe, a rookie, an 18-year-old Kobe Bryant was guarding a prime Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah. And that was why. 98. Yeah, 98 Michael Jordan. We had Glenn Rice making an appearance. Good old Steve Smith, David Robinson. Here, I, here, here are some names people know. Shaq, mm-hmm. Jordan, Kobe, Carl Malone, Dikembe Mutombo. Um, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Tim Duncan was a rookie too, I think. Tim, yeah. Tim Duncan. Yeah. I mean, like, those are some names people will definitely know. David Robinson, maybe. Yeah. But, like, wow. Oh, they'll know all the other. Nick at Night, Nick Van Exel, those that really watched, come on, you know who that is. Yeah. Even Eddie Jones made an appearance. Some people that look like they, they shouldn't be there. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty cool. And, like, basketball was better then. The NBA was better. The intensity was on another level. It, and that yeah. was an all star game. Yeah. The intensity was more than your average NBA game. Today. And it wasn't that slow. You Remember, you were like, man, people say the game was slower than it was. Like, and it was were... way more physical. Remember, like, yes. the rebounding was on another level, bro. Like, you oh, yeah. Re- like, in an I'm all-star su- game. I'm surprised centers back then lasted all those games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's wild. Well, the pussification of the NBA started when Yao Ming died, and that was it. Oh, like, wow. Hot seat Yao Ming. You think yeah. he started at the same Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't figure out his foot problems. Wow. Although tall guys and feet, I guess that doesn't work very well. So anyway, let's go back to Brescia. Wow, real quick question. More important to MJ's success, Scotty Pippen or Phil Jackson, in your opinion? <sighs> I don't know. I'm going Phil Jackson. Yeah, I have to say Phil Jackson too because he was a coach. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. um, so tell us – let us know your guys' take on the NBA. Oh, Even though NBA I stole action. your Scotty Pippen jersey, I have a Scotty Pippen jersey. Yeah, it's a pretty sick jersey. Uh, Brescia, so your thoughts on what they're doing. What would you do if a Premier League team – thought this or did this so it depends how they continue it so if in Ill- well well it's state of italy right so that's the thing that's what he said he said the season doesn't make sense anymore yeah Sorry, no. this being messimio salino their their uh, president which has been on the show before for saying something really stupid i just can't remember what it was he was probably racist probably yeah he said we're all stopped no team will return the same as before matches played by enclosed doors and then there's a risk of health of the players 
Returning to activity is pure craziness. If they force us, I am ready to not put out the team and lose the matches 3-0 by default out of respect for the citizens of Brescia and their loved ones who are not here anymore. Big statement. You know what? Yeah. Those are good. That's good. I agree with him. Because mm-hmm. seeing – dude, honestly, I know I am like can be a jackass sometimes, but – Seeing the shit that's happening in Italy, I've seen videos and oh, whatnot. It's bad, yeah, that that's like that's scary. Because mm-hmm. like to think like we haven't even reached the peak here. It's, it is very scary. So like I agree with him. And he said, "I don't care as you said at all about relegation. So far, we have deserved it, and I have my blame in that too. So taking responsibility. They're, they're one of those teams that goes down and comes right back up. Yeah. They are like what, what what Premier League team does that all the time." A yo-yo team, kind of. Yeah. West Ham West a Brown. little bit. No, well, yeah. Yeah, you're West Ham. West Ham, kind of here and there lately. Um, West Ham. Cardiff. Stoke. Cardiff seems to do that a decent amount too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, cool stuff there. Um, and I think that's it. I think uh, for now, I'm pretty happy with what we've talked about. We've run it decently long. Um, so, without further ado, fun interview this week with Gark. Yeah. Um, long, but we discussed he- everything from you did a hot fire with him. We talked about what he's doing through the coronavirus. And <laughs> he said hot fire. What was it called? Quick fire. Quick fire. Thailand, Thailand. Uh, and actually, we it, it really picked up even at the end with some soccer talk. Interesting yeah, topics. I guess, yeah. So if you have some feedback, let us know. And without further ado. We got some good shit coming after the interview as well. Yeah. Listen afterwards. We're going to go over your guys' comments. So here's to the interview. <laughs> with- okay. And on today's show, we have a recurring guest. It's been a while since we had him on. <laughs> Special guest. We've done a little bit here on uh, protecting names. So we'll introduce him as Gark this time. Yeah. Gark, how's everything going over there? It's, it's going, you know. Uh, sheltered in place. So no, no sports. Yeah, I've been venturing out in the golf course. You know, I know it's illegal at this point. I haven't done it since they reversed the uh, order for it to be illegal statewide. But I, I plan to go Thursday and see what happens. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm making do with uh, the circumstances. Wow, I saw Kyle out the other day. Was he illegally golfing? Uh, I think it was legal at that point. But oh, okay. <laughs> it's now it's all Chicago parks are closed and it's also illegal to golf in Illinois. Ooh, ooh wow. Okay. But but I mean I I assume if you do it in Chicago you're gonna get caught. But where I live it's probably less of a issue. There you go. I got you. So so Garg, how how are you uh, how are you staying safe from the coronavirus? What what preventative measures have you <laughs> taken aside from not golfing? Um. Well, I mean, I have been golfing, but uh, I have been, you know, careful to, you know, not touch the flag stick. I've been wiping my hands with a oh boy. Hand, um, like a hand sanitizer towel after the round is over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I go to the grocery store, I uh, wear a plastic glove that I uh, throw just away one. afterwards. <laughs> just one? Yeah, just <laughs> one. Because um, I usually, you know, if they – so if they have the uh, – towels i wipe off the cart you know uh-huh. and then i have the, that hand to push the cart and the other one to touch the groceries right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah but uh one time they didn't have the towels so i oh. took one of those plastic bags that you put the fruit in and i wore that over my hand the whole time 
It's like me taking a, uh, a walk with the dog with the shit bag over my hand. Yes, yes, very similar. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so with this being a, a podcast about soccer, we'll, we'll move right. on to that. Uh, but still prevalent with the coronavirus stuff. What do you think they should do with the Premier League? Because they've, they've mentioned a lot of different things. I want to know your take on what you think. Okay. I've kind of put myself in like a a blackout where I haven't been like reading much about sports. And I haven't, I mean, especially the Premier League, um, I kind of haven't been following what's really been happening. Um, so I, I'm not really sure what's been proposed, but it's tough. I mean, like in the case of Liverpool and Norwich, I mean, there's a fairly obvious, you know, um, result that should be granted to those two teams. Mm-hmm. But then you then you look down the table where you have teams fighting for champion league spots and relegation, and it's you know a lot less clear on what what they could do. And I don't think there's really a easy solution. If you, I mean, the easy solution would be to void the whole thing. Um, yeah. Maybe void the whole thing and give the trophy to Liverpool. I mean, I don't know if you can you can just make that exception just for one club, but I mean, because of the difficulties for the Champions League spots, I think you probably have to cancel the whole thing. Right, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then, so then how would you move forth then with uh, next year's Champions League? Or do you think they just pick up from where this one left off? Or like, how, who qualifies for that? Who stays up? Who, who gets, does anyone get relegated? Or do they just replay the whole season? Well, you know, I think the obvious. Hmm. I, I would probably resume the season at some point. It doesn't right. matter when. doesn't matter when. If you have to do a shortened... Yeah, I don't really know about Crazy. how you would incorporate like, Europe, Europe, next year's Europe. You might have to cancel a year of Europe and so yeah. the rest of the leagues can determine you know, their final positions. Yeah. Um, makes- just, so maybe just postpone Champions League and let, you know, maybe you have a a condensed Champions League where you just go straight to the knockout stage um, at yeah. the start of 2021 when when the season has finished, domestic seasons have finished. And then you might have to have a condensed uh, domestic season as well where you have maybe just uh, 19 fixtures, for example, instead of 38. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I see that happening. So so a little, little on to some less serious stuff because we, we made you do – Quite a bit of thinking there. Probably wrapped your brain into a pretzel a little bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> but so now you're Sean Dyche. Let's do a fun little fun oh, situation. Fine. You're Sean Dyche. Uh, obviously, your boy, uh, your team Burnley. <laughs> what yes. do you what do you do as Sean Dyche uh, when let's say all this stuff gets lifted? You know, we're back to normal, uh, and you want to make a European spot next season. You want to make it into the top seven, eight, whatever it is to get Europa, you know, Europa League. What do you do as Sean Dyche? What do you pursue? What type of players are you looking for? Well, I mean, you would have to have a transfer freeze as well. You would have to assume that you could not, there, there would be no open window. You would have to resume it just from the point where it stopped. So mm-hmm. you would so basically have to work with what you have in, in my ideal scenario. Right. So let's say, let's say the resumption goes on. Let's say it's a new season for everything uh-huh. finished and, and let's say Burnley finished in 10th place, because I think they're in 10th when the... Correct, uh, you know, yeah. Great. So next year, you know, you go in with the same roster right now, and we say we start on whatever, August, whatever, new season. What do you get? What do you do? Um, I mean, I think all of these all of these kind of teams that struggle mid-table right now are missing a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I can't really. I mean, Southampton has a striker who puts in goals with Ings, which I wish he would have came back to Burnley. Um, yeah. Norwich has a striker uh, mm-hmm. who hasn't been really doing much. But the rest of them, I mean, <laughs> goals, is, goals is what all of these teams need. Everton have been paying for so many, you know, That's true. Look, so many decent looking strikers like Moises Keane, like I mean yeah. that looked like an incredible pick for them and he, yeah. he scored one goal, I think. Right, right, so, yeah. Very I think but he got away yeah. from coronavirus, so he's kind of the real one here. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you look at all of those teams that are not in the European spot right now. I mean, I think Sheffield United is in the European spot and they don't really have a striker. Mm-hmm. Um so I would say maybe you look at Pookie if he's not on uh, everybody else's radar. I like that. Uh, but, I mean, also, we have McNeil. I don't know how much longer he'll be at Burnley, but maybe one more kind of tricky tricky offensive player as well. So, I mean, Burnley is obviously a well-organized team. Struggle to score goals. They need goals. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, it's one of those things that uh, that's the type of team that sometimes just keeping a promising player for one more season – is almost like a signing of a new player because it's so difficult when you have, you know, upcoming guys that have these quote unquote ambitions to go to other teams when you can have your team improve. So that's a, that's a difficult situation. Yeah. Especially like McNeil, who's young and his price tag is, you know, it's going to be high and higher and higher as more as he does well, but sure. For sure. Sorry. He's got a very interesting question about it. So so I know with no golf and no premier, like you've been kind of, at a halt here with your life uh-huh. but you've kind of geared towards the belarusian premier league am i right uh what was that the belarusian premier league oh yes Are you that's following it yeah yeah i'm active in the uh belarusian premier league trash talk group yeah so i was wondering who, who's your team what team did you select uh i selected uh the biggest of the two breasts uh clubs <laughs> okay uh, yeah the Dynamo Breast. Okay, uh, I, I, I'm I'm familiar with them as the team I chose. Um, unfortunately, fell one nothing to them. Uh, the Sluts. Yeah, Sluts. Yeah, Sluts. Yeah, so, um, that was kind of heartbreaking. I guess I guess we got that to hold over though. Yeah, I actually, you know, I just started. I went to the Wikipedia page and I just started going down the teams alphabetically, and I didn't even see Sluts. I just picked. I just picked breast. You know, I just. I saw it, and, and then I found out that they they won their last trophy, the first league title last year. I didn't know that when I selected them. I, you know, I just was looking at the names alphabetically, uh-huh. but you know that that uh, ties them in with my one of my other favorite clubs, Chiang Rai United, first time winners last season. <laughs> yeah. So. So you're not plastic. It was just a coincidence that that it happened. It was, yeah. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised to see that. But I have been called plastic in the uh, in the moments after that by by you know Andrew who selected a small club like Newcastle. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked up uh, Energetic BGU, the student. <laughs> so uh, currently leading the league right now. Well, not oh, only wow. they're behind FC Minsk. So I have I have my hands full here with Minsk Energetic. Bastards. Although, so I kind of know how you feel. I kind of just picked them because of their name. And then I looked at the table and I was like, whoa, they're in second. All mm-hmm. right, good start. So uh, looking forward to our, our big match against FC Minsk next week <laughs> uh, in a clash of one versus two. So yeah, uh, 
you know, hopefully you can get out there sooner than later to support them. You know, I mean, scenes. If I could get like a personal uh, teleporter in there, or, you know, shuttle, watch watch my team play in person at some point in life. Exactly. So, Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> so all eyes on the Belarusian. That's exciting stuff. It's so, usually not a country that uh, anybody would want to visit. Um, right. <laughs> not one of the glamorous uh, Eastern European countries. Exactly. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> yes. Right. So uh, a hotly debated topic, uh, especially with, with one that person that you're very familiar with, Jeff Paris. He's been getting into it with, with another listener, Steve, and, and me. Um, I guess this is more of a me versus Jeff thing. Okay. Uh, Eric, have you ever been to Detroit? Detroit, Michigan. Yes, I have. I want your honest thoughts of it. Is it a dump? <laughs> well, look, um, I think I know why... Uh, Jeff likes it. Okay. You know, I know, and I and I'm sympathetic to that because oh. Jeff likes electronic music, and it's basically the cradle of electronic music. It created it. So, um, and it, and when you like electronic music, you kind of understand the vibe of Detroit and that kind of where the music came from, and just saying that Urban Decay is attractive. For some reason, because of that uh, element, but that's not why I went to Detroit. I mean, <laughs> someone called uh, Moonborn. Yeah, yes, I didn't go to Detroit for that reason. I went on a skateboarding trip, um, and I've been there for business a couple of times. Okay, I mean, I'm, yes. a, I'm an electronic uh, music fan, but more so like the modern stuff. So I uh-huh. don't know. Um, maybe that's why I don't get the the vibe as well, but. Um, yes yeah I maybe not when i went that there was just trash on the floor and i remember <laughs> looking at my brother i'm like bro is this fucking detroit he was like yeah i'm like wow <laughs> and and when they were going on the tours they were like remember it was like the bus driver was like oh these are all the cool things and one of the cool things was like the old detroit tigers ground which was just like a sewage place now he's like <laughs> oh, this is like a, a big thing we got in the city i was like oh yikes <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I also watched the White Sox there a long time ago, and uh, I, I remember going to Greek Town, and it was it was uh, interesting. It was like um, I don't know, it was kind of way way different vibe than Chicago. Like there was uh, obvious drug dealers walking around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you go to like fill up gas, you just be like, oh, okay. I think uh, I've just seen a drug deal go down here at the yeah. at number six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and there's like, and we stayed at a casino on the skateboarding trip. Oh, we got like a good room uh, rate at a casino, and we didn't gamble, but that's just the way it was. <laughs> okay, okay. Was it Motor City? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we we stayed at a casino too. Uh, we were going to see the NCAA tournament uh, game, oh, so yeah, it was uh, yeah interesting. <laughs> Look, Detroit is better than some cities like Columbus and you know other True. other midwestern cities. Cleveland. That's true. I've Cleveland. been to Columbus. Columbus is a big yikes. <laughs> Cleveland's got some good uh, cheap golf courses though. Uh, yeah. Oh, big true. plus for Cleveland. Yeah. Well, let's hope <laughs> let's hope this uh, this thing gets lifted so you can actually golf this summer. Yeah, I have a you big uh, big. We have a big trip scheduled for the end of May. Yeah. BGA BGA Cup. Yes, sir. I gotta get my new Galloways. Yeah, you gotta fucking play. You gotta show up. I <laughs> gotta get yeah. in the rankings. We gotta get into the rankings. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. So Eric, we got. I got some quick fire uh, 
questions for you. That's what we're doing with our guests. So okay. uh, are you ready? I want some quick-ass answers, okay? All right, all right. Oh, gosh. All right, you ready? I'm not really a quick, quick-thinking person, but I'll try. <laughs> you could take a few extra seconds. So here we go. Yeah, I had to do quick fire last week, so I guess now it's your turn. So here we all go. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Texting or talking? Texting. Yes. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Yeah, this one's a hot topic right here. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Yes, yeah. my it. boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite food? Uh, I don't know. Maybe good sushi. Ooh, okay. Oh, I already asked you this. Is Detroit a dumpster? You kind of chimed in on that. Uh, it's all right. What... It's, it's underrated. Underrated. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh. Favorite sport? Golf. Ooh. Oh. Is, that, is that as of late? Yes, definitely, definitely. And then was it skateboarding in the past? Is skateboarding a sport? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, I don't watch it as a sport. I watch it as, a, you know, like films, you know, people, oh. you know, it's not, I don't watch the competition stuff, so. Oh, okay. So you would have said soccer yeah. before then? Soccer, yes, definitely. Okay. All right. Favorite alcoholic beverage? Whiskey. Bourbon. Ooh. Yes. Um... Favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coffee or tea? Coffee. Yes. But I do like green tea. Fuck that English shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we threw it all overboard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, favorite day of the week? Saturday. Okay. Nice. That's my pick, too. Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? I don't know. That's tough. Um, New York City or San Francisco? Okay. I agree with him on the New York City. New York City's what? Okay. Um, Nickname your parents used to call you. (laughs) Um, I can't even think. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I I can't even think. I'm not even sure. That's a tough one. Or, Or you used to be called at school, I guess. People just call me Stahl usually. But my last name. There you go. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to speak to animals? Every language in the world. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Uh, what's your favorite holiday? Almost done. I don't know. I'm not a big holidays person. <laughs> the one that gives me the most days <laughs> off. Fuck holidays, mate. Yeah, the one that gives me the most <laughs> days off. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's a good choice. Fill in the blank. Taylor, Taylor Swift is a blank. <laughs> Dark, say it. Um, basic bitch. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right, three more questions. If you had one more superpower, what would you choose? One more. <laughs> one. Dark's fucking superman. Teleportation. Had- teleportation. Yes. I agree with that one. Um, what's your favorite movie? Um, let's go with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then, uh, I know there was a, a picture of you that went viral of you eating salad that really resonated with the <laughs> vegans and vegetarians of the world. Yeah, there was so, meat on that salad, I think. I think that's debatable. <laughs> but, <laughs> is it right? <laughs> that was seeds. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Uh, I no, definitely not. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right.
see, this is what this this is what this coronavirus does to us when we have no more soccer to talk about. We just fire questions. I can't even. I, yeah, I can't even smoke anymore because if I get corona, then I mean, I don't know what happens. Oh really? Yeah, that's why I haven't what smoked. I mean, I mean, it, apparently it hurts your lungs. Oh, true. Yeah. But where did you smoke? Why don't you just do edibles? What do I smoke? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> marijuana Tobacco products? No, no marijuana. Okay. The weed. Why don't you do the um? Well, the, sh- the shops are closed now, so all I got is flour. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. Yeah. Um, sounds illegal, bro. Always legal now. Yeah, true. Uh, all right. So with that said, do you have any questions for us before we uh, we call this one? Yeah, we can talk about some soccer. I got some stuff. Yeah, right, let's, let's fucking do it. do it. All right. Um. So last time we were on the show, I made a I made a couple of claims and predictions. Um. Yeah. So you asked me if Arsenal were more likely to uh, sack Emery or qualify for the Champions League. Yes. I said qualify for the Champions League. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's, yeah, that looks like a wrong one. That looks bad. Um, I said City were going to win the league Mm -hmm. over Liverpool. You're not alone there. (laughs) So that's 0 for 2. Um, (laughs) I also said... uh, Spurs look like they were in trouble. I think they were in like third at the time, and I, they were winning somehow. And I was right about that, but I don't know if they can really take the blame for that after the injuries. Yeah, you nailed but it. They did, big trouble. I mean. And they uh, they sacked Pochettino after that for you know no reason. <laughs> I, that was that was that was an interesting interesting move. <laughs> that was that's probably just you know besides liverpool the the story of the season you know the thing that's going to have the biggest impact yeah that's got to be that was a crazy i mean when it happened i was a bit shocked i was like you're really going to blame this guy <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know i wonder what's going to happen with him or he's going to end up yeah that's a good question i could see him taking like a better position up with like I don't know if Real Madrid opens up at some point ever or you know soon i think he'd be great could, there i yeah. think he'd be good for like a Bigger than Tottenham. Or team. Barcelona. Who the fuck's their manager? Enrique Flores or something? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sh- <laughs> I don't know. I don't, he's he's from Espanol. I don't think he would go there. Oh, that's right. That's right. right that's right. right, right. That's, that's right. True. So, and, I mean, I and the reason he became a um, a sought-after manager was because he beat Barcelona, like, once with Espanol. <laughs> and, like, that put him on the map. <laughs> that's true, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. like, what, yeah. what you, you know. Where you go to Spain and accomplish that, and then you become a top manager. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think he's gonna? Where do you think he could end up? That's a very good question you asked us. I think a Real Madrid's a possibility in the future, near future. I think. I mean, I I don't know if it's been you know disproven, but why wouldn't he go to United? I would say. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, Ole was Ole got on a bit of a hot streak before coronavirus hit, so I don't know. Like it's one of those things. He's the type. Ole's the type of manager that like sucks for a long time and as soon as the questions come up he'll just win enough to just stay right in there (laughs) yeah but i mean also the schedule was getting easier was it not i think yeah a bit but he came off what a couple wins he'd beaten city and i guess tottenham's not very difficult anymore but he'd gotten one that one big win against city so i think that bought him that's one of those things that just buys you a little time even though i can hear you now hello yeah are we connected I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think he bought himself some time with that win. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, it shouldn't, but but it did. So, But I could see – that would work for Pochettino, and it would scare me a little more than the situation they have now yeah. with Ole. <laughs> I mean, he did all that shit without really – without any money, right? Mm-hmm. Pochettino is just straight up yeah. kind of recruiting and buying these guys on, on pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, so give him money, and that, yeah, that would be really scary because he's probably going to be Maybe, a good recruiter. though. I mean – it's that's like kind of like David Moyes built Everton with no money, and then he was given actually he was given no money at Man United. Now that I think about it, <laughs> but <laughs> but that doesn't always work out. It's like people people you know are good at spotting talent for their scouting network, and then they have to compete with a a top club who everybody wants the same players. You know, it's pretty obvious yeah. who is the type of player that's competing at the top level, and everybody mm-hmm. wants them. I mean, Klopp has managed to uncover some hidden gems but right. I mean, a lot of clubs are just going after the same players and then it's just a bidding war which yeah. united can definitely win the bidding war but mm-hmm. yeah aside from dealing with the pressures you brought you brought up a very good point that i think a lot of people overlook in that some managers that do really well in the middle tier you'd think oh they have more money they can do this and do that but like you said all these other teams are looking for the same players that that you obviously know are top players so it's more difficult to find like you said hidden gems so that's that's been a big problem for a lot of these managers that go from a smaller team to a bigger team which is what makes to me more impressive that Pochettino is able to I'm not saying Tottenham's huge but step up from Southampton um, and then you know he did what he could and then it got a little stale I guess but uh you know, he didn't get I much guess, money. Yeah, I mean, that type of thing would happen to Mourinho after he would, you know, win with Chelsea or something. The team would get stale, and then they would just give up on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now and now he's in situations where he gets all the money, except for now, except for this one. Yeah. But he was before this appointment with Tottenham. He's just like, oh, here you are, United. Here's all the money. You get whoever you want. It's like, I'll take Pogba. I'll take, you know, this. <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. working for him, so um, – It'll be interesting to see how he adjusts. What are your thoughts on Mourinho at Spurs? Will that even last past the calendar year if they even start again? Um, I mean, it's impossible to judge Mourinho because of the injuries. It's you know, it's there's no there's no conclusion you can make. It's just every single key player has missed an insane amount of game time, and he's he started the job uh, missing key players as well. So that's true. That's true. Hey, have you noticed, I, I kind of, I think Arine briefly mentioned this to me. I don't know if it was off the air once or on, but have you noticed he kind of is a little more reserved? Do you think that's occurred since his, his work in the, in the booth? I, I know guy. just recently he did call out and but before that he seemed a lot more reserved than he used to be. So do you think that's, yeah, I mean, he has an excuse that everybody is going to buy. So he, he, you know, he doesn't have to fight the press and he's just going to, sit back on that when his team fails and they're down to eighth now so yeah i mean it's a, it's a legitimate excuse but yeah yeah well if if this helped any team with injury recovery it could be them because they have like you said all those guys son kane bergwine all injured maybe when the restart happens he won't have those excuses and i'll have all those guys and they might make a, a send back up i guess yeah they're only down 14 points from uh from a champions league spot they're four points back. Oh, I thought you said 14. I was like, yeah, wow. I heard that too. That's oh, <laughs> like, that's, that's a lot, mate. <laughs> yeah, I woke up late today. You sure so. you didn't do weed before this? No. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. The two the two teams that are going to benefit the most from this are Tottenham and England national team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And until England 20- was decimated. Yeah, who's well, who's your Euro favorite for 2021, I guess? We'll talk about that a little bit here. 
Germany. I just automatically will say Germany. You know. Safe bet, yeah. I hope. I hope. We'll see. Because they were a bit in a down cycle last time. I mean. Yeah, but they always seem to refresh. You know, they they always have a good youth pipeline. Whereas, like, Italy, like, their youth pipeline is kind of slowed down after <laughs> they won the World Cup. France yeah. always has a good youth pipeline. But maybe it's one of those years where they, they you know, some of the players are a little too old. And since they won the World Cup, they're not going to refresh them. Sometimes yeah. that happens and they get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um and could, yeah, Germany Germany had a big failure, so they're going to bring in some fresh blood. I could absolutely see that when you mentioned that with France. Like, oh, two, Also, a bunch of the players, seems like since they won that World Cup, have been a lot more even laxed in their club play or club yes. play. They're injured all of a sudden or they're taking vacations. Yeah. I'm looking at Pogba. <laughs> but, you know, Conte's like been a, hurt a lot, Conte. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Only, like, Mbappe has really done anything i feel like for their club if anything on that team like even Griezmann's yeah. kind of been sucking at barcelona yeah i haven't really heard much about him since you know that move i he's kind of had a very weird season for sure yeah, yeah he's probably one of my favorite players so i kind of follow what he does and uh-huh. yeah i would i would say it's not working out very well over there yeah no he was a, I, I think he was a lot more fun before the move and you know mm-hmm. exciting and, and he's got to grow the fullback out yeah He'll do something to his hair. He always does. <laughs> see that? And then I don't know if you saw Hector Bellerin did like a buzz cut. Yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I've seen. Well, because they have no one really to cut their hair, so they're just, you know, taking that. They're just buzzing it. How are, you, how are you doing haircuts, Clark? I am thinking about doing this, the Hector Bellerin, actually. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm going to post it in trash talk when it happens. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm gonna try to go as long as as the razor allows or the the trimmer I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Desperate times call for desperate measures, I guess. For sure. I figure you should do it early in case you hate it. You know. Right. You yeah. Grow it back out. That's true because you'll have at least a month at this point to probably grow it back out, unless for you're sure. seeing more than ten people in a group. And, and, yeah. In my case, I'm growing it out. But last time I grew it out, I looked a bit like a lesbian. So this time. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, to grow. I saw that picture. That was a bit. That was a bit off because it was without beard. It was just uh, the hair was just bananas. What were your thoughts? I saw on that? that picture and I think it's a little harsh. You know, you, you don't look that bad with the, with the flow. <laughs> I see. I told you. I posted and he got all all mad that I posted that picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are very sensitive about their hair. There's like a documentary about why humans are so sensitive about their own haircut and nothing else. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. I'm definitely. It's, uh, it's the School of Life. Have you ever heard of that YouTube channel? Okay. Oh no, I hadn't. I gotta check can, that out. Can learn a lot about uh, about the world on that one. Oh, that's a good idea. If you want to watch some trash TV though, there's Geordie Shore. I don't know if you've heard about it. Jersey Shore. It's electric. Nice. <laughs> um, Love Island UK. Nice. I've seen Love Island US. Okay. UK, you have to probably find something. You said know. you found my character, but I got tossed out in like yeah, the first episode. Yeah, character, and it got the unlucky. Got some some Irish guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've started Ozark. So, are there any shows or movies that you've watched during this this quarantine that we're in? I'm just curious. Maybe I can like get a show or two to watch. Me? Oh, I'm not really a shows guy. I've been like I've been watching like old um, replays of golf tournaments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now are they they, Every single Masters final round is on YouTube. Oh, I actually um, have TV here, so I've been I've been dabbling as well, actually. Yeah, you yeah. Should. I haven't I haven't been really watching much. I have a you know my 
two-year-old that's been taking up a lot of my time. So there's a positive then, right? You've gotten to hang out. I guess. I guess. I mean, this is a kind of a difficult age to spend uh, so much time with, uh, you know, <laughs> very point. demanding, very demanding, lots of uh, <laughs> lots of repetitive tasks. <laughs> What's more difficult, uh, de- dealing with a two-year-old at the end of the day or, or uh, knocking down an eagle? Well, I have never gotten an eagle, so I'd say that. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, I got one one more soccer topic we can discuss. Let's do it. Uh, me and uh, Irene got in a heated Facebook oh, okay. uh, discussion about it, and yeah. uh, Maybe you uh, I'd like to hear Irene's voice on the. I mean, sorry, Ashens. Yeah. Um, so. I was wondering if you think Chelsea have overperformed or underperformed. Ooh, of course, given, they're in fourth place. We know that. Given yes. the circumstances, right, that they were given at the beginning uh, of the season. Well, I mean, okay, so they're obviously doing better than I expected. So I feel like they've, I mean, in that sense, they've, that you could say they've overperformed to this point, right? Okay, because, they're in fourth right now. Yeah. yeah, because they're higher up than I thought they would be. Um I, th- I think that it's funny because we've seen so many different sides to Chelsea. Like, there have been moments you're just like, this team is terrible. And there have been moments that you're like, this team's amazing. So they're so up and down. They fluctuated so much as a team with maybe a new manager or with young players would do. Um, so it's very difficult. Like, week in, week out, you don't know what you're getting. So I think they've over – in the sense of your question, I think they've overperformed uh, compared to what we thought they'd do and the players they have. So Yes. Oh, you think they've underperformed, Gark? I do. I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you thought they'd be better. Um, well, I mean, they have nine losses, and I don't think they have shown up against any big side, minus uh, Liverpool in the FA Cup, who didn't play a B-plus team, I think. Uh, yeah. And they've gotten routinely hammered by good sides as well. Yeah. And, you know, they've they've beaten the clubs below them, which is important, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I yeah, think it it's a pretty disappointing season for them after, especially after their start, when it looked like Tammy Abraham was the new Harry Kane and yeah. uh, Mason Mount looked like he was a player. And I feel like both of those things are not true anymore. I will um, agree to that. I will definitely agree to the fact that those two have slowed down considerably, like a, a large amount, and that they haven't been seen lately. So, yeah. And like, look at how their team is set up for future seasons who's been carrying them in the last few games it's been William Alonzo and Pedro to some extent I mean yeah. those players are in the twilight of their career so. yeah I don't believe actually yeah like I've seen articles about all of those guys you just named about leaving so mm-hmm. I think I think you know they are in fourth they have but they have nine they have nine losses right they got destroyed by Munich I don't think their players are developing as, you know, maybe some people were hoping. And mm-hmm. I'd say it's not looking good for Chelsea. I think United can make a couple tweaks. I think Wolves Wolves are going to be a force soon. The Wolves are set up a lot better than Chelsea, I think. Yes. Yeah, Leicester especially- set up. Oh. If Leicester can hold on to their players, they're looking a lot better than Chelsea. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You make a good point. I, I was thinking back to their games against the big sides, and yeah, they were they actually have uh, have struggled a bit. I think it, it's a little deceiving too, looking at league position, because a lot of the teams are what we call down this year in terms of 
losing a lot of games. And, and uh, I think the point total to get into Champions League had, had the season continued is a lot lower than it has been in the past. Yes, decade. definitely. Definitely. So I, I could see how that might throw off the perception. I just, I, I will say, I think I didn't expect much out of them coming into the season. So that might be what skewed me to say overperformance because of that. Now, if you say after six weeks, seven weeks, when you see how well those young guys are playing, like, oh man, this team might, you know, after that four, nothing loss to United, the first game, you know, throw mm-hmm. that out the window. Take mm-hmm. two months, you're like, oh, then I could see where you'd say it's an underperformance. But but I think coming in the year, any Chelsea fan, if you told them you're in Champions League, uh, they'd be pretty happy with that. But uh, but yeah, I could see some some worries going into next season if the young guys don't uh, don't improve. But but you got to be happy with how you know a guy like Gilmore came in lately, you know, before this break happened, and I think Reese James has played pretty well too. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so while the other guys have, you know, flattened, you know, to, to go current times, the curve is flattened for them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, some <laughs> other young guys have stepped up and uh, you just got to hope those guys come back in and Pulisic recovers from, I don't know what he's, is he still injured? Well, I don't know what's going on with him. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Frank doesn't like him and he was injured, I think. That's true. So. Yeah. So, so you got to hope those guys. Uh, step back up but but yeah you know maybe they're not I would say maybe they're not used to the whole season but Tammy Abraham played in the championship so yeah I mean I mean excuse there this this Chelsea team's hard to root against like you said because Mm -hmm. over the past years like they did kind of you know they had like they brought in a lot of the their players but minus John Terry and Lampard but like this team is just hard to root for because it's like Lampard is like a Chelsea guy and then you pretty much have a kindergarten school, like, running out there for them. <laughs> That's so it, it's really hard. Like, even as a Liverpool fan, like, it is refreshing to see, like, Lampard, like, kind of get exciting, get good results. And then, like, you know, like I said, the little kids, like, doing good. And what that sounded really And they really lost gay. Eden Hazard. That <laughs> sounded really, you know, yeah. Yeah. They lost. Who's, who's also had a weird season, like Griezmann. Right. It's been very weird. Very weird season for him. First yeah. up with being, quote-unquote, overweight. <laughs> and then, <laughs> which... If any normal person looked like that, that wouldn't be, you know, called out. But you know. So I know you. I know you. Uh, you used to support Chelsea. What's your view on them right now? Like, maybe you still do. Do you have a soft spot for them? Uh, I don't. I don't have a soft oh, wow. spot for them. No. I. I. I look at them like any other club, basically. Wow. At this point, enough I time. You were, you were like selling your uh, all your Chelsea. Uh, you guys breaking up? Donated them. To, I traded them to uh, Lou for two bags of intelligentsia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Bringing joy to another Chelsea fan. So that's that's all. That wow, that's like the final stage of the breakup. I feel like, isn't it? Like just. Yeah. Give- I mean, I'm I'm kind of interested to know how they do, but I I don't watch their games any more than I watch a Liverpool game or. You know, whatever team is on NBC Sports, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. throw on. Um, if it's not, if it's not on NBC Sports, then I'm not gonna watch it. Basically, I'm not gonna go turn on NBC Gold to watch them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Are you, are you kind of side, moving aside from that a little bit? Are you excited to go to Soldier Field when and if it happens for the fire? Kind of, not really. <laughs> not really. Oh, oh. Not so. Is it because of? Uh, what they've done or just not as much MLS guy as you used to be? Because earlier when we talked to you, we were talking a little MLS there. Yeah, it's what they've done. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm pretty angry about that, mm-hmm. I have to say. 
Some is people, it, especially uh, that we associate with, uh, have embraced it, um, mm-hmm. given their rebellious, you know, streak. Right. They've, uh, right. they've embraced it, but you know, I can't. Some of some of them, like Lou and Brian, I think, are hanging on to to some history. I like. I, I'm not a hardcore about you know. They have to change. They have to keep the the badge and right. the colors. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. Like they can. They could have changed the brand. I don't really like the FC part too much. Um, right. That doesn't bother me too bad, but it's just the fact that the logo is terrible. Yes. It's, that's that's it, right. that's I, a big thing. Yeah. It's, it's if cool. it was a decent logo change, mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. If it was it could be completely new logo, completely new colors. They can even put the FC. I don't I don't care that much. Right. It's just, it's just terrible and everybody is complaining and they're yeah. just not backing down. <laughs> right, I agree with you. It's I, I'm gonna stay with it. I'm gonna stick with the fact that I think it's awful, and they might change it next year. Do you, do you think they're gonna actually do that or no? Um, that's the rumor, but I don't really know. I I basically stopped following the club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, to add to it, personnel stuff, they didn't really add anyone too exciting this this off season. I mean, they never do. I mean, when you when you follow MLS club and they they make a new signing, you have to like dig into all of these different websites just to learn a little bit about the player the armenian third division recreational league (laughs) yeah it's you know it's you're not really ever getting much but um, the coach sounds like an interesting hire so yeah that's all i could say from what i've seen but i don't really know anything about the squad i I saw the uh, team sheet on the first day and i think i knew five players right and it's only because they were holdovers from last year right exactly (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean, I tried watching it. It looked like the style was better, but, you know, you always have that. You don't really have a benchmark because it's like it's the first game of the season. So you haven't watched MLS in like five months. So you wouldn't even know if it's really that good compared to what you've seen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what they, yeah. they drew against Seattle away. That's a pretty big result. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. It was. Had they not bottled the last. Uh, actually, no, they lost the last second, wasn't it? Didn't they give up the goal last second? To yeah. Lose? Yeah. It was two on. They gave that injury time goal up, but they drew. Oh, they the, lost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were. Well, see, they were drawing, and then I think Jordan Morris scored in like the 93rd or 94th minute. Yeah, off a corner kick. That's okay. Right. See, oh, it yeah. shows how much I've been following him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it felt like it, they had drawn it because they played actually, I don't know, decent. That's a good uh-huh. They played decent in the next match. But like I said, the, the mark has been set pretty low. So, yeah, um, they don't really have two other many other directions to go but up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was planning on planning on going to maybe one game but you know, I, I don't know if you know but i'm moving to san jose so oh yeah, um, yeah that's true when is that happening that i don't know i'm not sure now <laughs> it's all on hold it's all yeah on. it is so that was gonna make going to a game difficult anyways and i don't really know i'll try to make it to one game before i leave but yeah have a send-off have a farewell yeah. send-off. otherwise there. i'll just be i'll just become an sj ultra <laughs> And we look forward to seeing your videos. I'm not gonna uh, lie. The line. That would kind of <laughs> hurt though. Eric's like a top lad in uh, in Chicago. Don't worry. I can guarantee you, I won't go to any earthquake. <laughs> the, the banter boys would be taking a, a large hit in in your presence, <laughs> and someone like Sean Johnson will be on the look. You know, will not see you <laughs> in <Jose>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We gotta find that video and post. Do you still have that video? 
I don't think there's a video of it. Which is a picture? There was a picture. There was a picture at least. I know of there was me standing up. Yeah, I think yeah. there was a picture. You yeah. gotta fix that from. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> do it with Sean Johnson. <laughs> do you want to tell? Yeah. Tell. Do you want to tell that story real briefly? Do you have time before? to tell the story? I don't know. I mean, people always tell it differently, but um. Maybe you lived there. There was a lot of false claims made about that story. You know. <laughs> so what's so the, the? Tell us the truth the, behind it. <laughs> the true story is I was probably in, you know, my most passionate phase of going to fire matches. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we finished last. It was one of the last games of the season. <laughs> I think we played uh, against Columbus three times that year, mm-hmm. who were also a trash team that year. I think they finished two or three positions above us. <laughs> and um, we did not beat them once. Right. And... I think we had two games at home, and this was the last game at home, and we just played terribly and gave up a totally cheap goal to draw. And uh, at the end of the game, the, all the players came over to um, clap us off or whatever they do, and uh, I just started yelling at them. I had a couple too many beers. I, I just stand, was standing up on the cement wall yelling at all the players to get off the field and stuff. And <laughs> What a classic. Um, I know Michael Stevens got really angry um, and started gesturing towards me, but he was like 50 yards away. But um, then he kind of walked off and uh, and then um, Son Johnson kind of uh, got pretty angry. And um, he asked uh, he asked Patrick, who was the capo, uh, who that guy was or, and to tell him uh, to meet me have him meet me out in the parking lot or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then it got turned into like a thing like, uh, of course, you know, section eight is SJW people. And, um, they said like, I was, uh, targeting like the black player or something. Oh, I didn't know that that part. But I do remember you to fight outside. Yeah. And, uh, and even the banner buddies like always say like, I was, um, I was only doing that at Sean Johnson, but it was the entire team. And there was right. an incident with Michael, Michael Stevens as well. So <laughs> Michael, shout out Michael Stevens. I was once driving. Actually, I think Arin was in the cartoon. We saw him stumbling drunk across the street. This was mid season, uh-huh. uh, late night somewhere. Where was it? It was near uh, Portillo's and on Grand or something like that. Were or, we driving? Yeah, we were driving. I don't remember. Like it was late, but we were driving back from, we were, I out. remember we seeing him very, like he was he like, was he was waddling. Like, yeah. He was tipping over. Yeah. yeah. This man. So he has no ground to stand on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's amazing though. So, so yeah, he actually did challenge you to a fight. I just wanted to confirm that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's amazing. That's gotta be like a, a moment there getting challenged by an MLS player to a fight. <laughs> hey, yeah. You, well, no. Yeah. National I don't think that was the only time. Um, <laughs> what else happened? Um, I'm trying to remember the details, but one game we went to like a U.S. Open Cup game mm-hmm. against, I don't even know who it was, Ooh. some lower league team from Florida. Oh, the but, Fort Lauderdale Strikers, right? Maybe. I don't, I don't even know. It might have been the Miami team. Okay. <laughs> but we were... Uh, we were sitting like right. There was nobody at the stadium. There was like four of us sitting right on the <laughs> 50 yard line, or sorry, the half halfway right, line. Right, halfway line. And uh, and we were just giving it to this one guy the whole game. And he like, I think he like whipped a water bottle at us. <laughs> oh my and, god. And uh, 
and uh, he got threatened with like a red card from the referee. <laughs> did it, did and the then, connect with anyone? No, it didn't. I don't even think it went into the stands, but it was like it was in. Our, we were like on the first row though, so it was in our direction, and the ref saw it. And uh, yeah, but then after that, he he kind of like calmed down and was like making jokes with us. Like, you always got me a red card, but yeah, that was that was funny. So that's more of a friendly one. With you're more friendly. You guys are more friendly with an opponent than with Sean Johnson. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't friendly until he almost got a red card, and then he uh, then he calmed down. Common enemy, the ref. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's awesome. How did it take us this long to get into these awesome stories? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of stories that happened in a short amount of time following the fire, like three years. I want to say. Yeah. There you go. Well, you guys have more time before uh, before you take off for San Jose, man. For sure. All right. Do. All right, awesome. Eric. Uh, appreciate you coming Bart, on. We're protecting names. Oh, oh right. <laughs> well, I gave my last name. So if you guys are going to edit this, you've got to bleep it out, okay? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I want to hear like a bleep. Can you, do that? you will. You will. And and the Trash Talk group will see this. So, um, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Sounds good. Good having you, button. No, uh, Maybe we'll have you back on again when stuff starts up and hopefully yeah. before you move. Hear more of these stories. Yeah. But rather than yeah. ask. Coffee or tea? That was my bad. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, have a good one. Wow, great interview there with Gark. As always, uh, entertaining. Some good stories, uh, like fucking. That's someone that got into a verbal argument with Chicago Fire, former Chicago Fire, and, and U.S. Men's National Team goalie yeah, Sean that's Johnson. Amazing. That's it. I'm surprised it took us that long so, to get there. So, so Gar- you know. Gark, a uh, Chicago Fire fan uh, legend. For now. I uh, banter your buddy San Jose Earthquake. No, he said there's no way. <laughs> Clash. Okay. But yeah. Uh, quick thing I want to bring out before we get to the comments. Forgot to mention in the first segment. Uh, Brian Moore, shout out, Brian Moore. We haven't really talked about the listeners too much yet, but this will this will be the segment. He's doing a quarantine FIFA tournament for all those interested. Um, basically, you uh, there will be a draft. You can draft any player. Um, obviously, it's going to be in order, so you can't have like an all-world team. Okay. But you will have a better team than the team you select. So you basically select the team to own, okay? Okay. and he's going to create a league. Uh, where you draft, um, I believe it's 18 players for for your team, uh, and it, you know you have to rank them. If you're interested, let let us know. Uh, we'll get you in touch. And he needs to know by the end of the weekend, along with your ranking. So let us know. Basically, you get to manage the team. You pick the players, and he's going to simulate the games. Oh wow! Okay. So it's almost a World Cup style the way it goes. Hopefully, a live stream. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Um, I haven't gotten too many. Updates on that. Uh, I think he's planning on some some way of uh, of doing that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm ready for it. It'll be a fucking great time. I'm hoping we get to watch the matches. I think he's going to do that. He's, he's going to find a way, whether it's a live stream or whether it's um, like posted on maybe YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. So... It'll be a lot of fun. Everyone gets to put – you get to put your managerial test skills to the test basically. I mean it is a draft. You're not buying players, but everyone will get decent players. So, uh, yeah, let us know if you're interested. Please um, tweet at us at the footy corner um, and give us your email address. Okay. Yeah. Or you could DM us I guess if you really don't want the world to know your email address. So any, any comments on that before I go to the comments? I'm ready for it, bro. 
You're in? Yeah. You're ready to go? You're going to be controlling Liverpool? Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to be controlling them. Just the team name and, yeah. and whatever. So, so that, I mean, you get a team name, basically, based on a real club, and then you'll draft any players that are, that are out yeah, there. Yeah, I'll be uh, the Mighty Reds. And I got fucked because someone else likes Arsenal and is vanilla and doesn't like other teams, so I get the Chicago whoa, Fire. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vanilla is a good ice cream flavor. It is. I agree. I'm just saying that that's like a... That's just I like I like vanilla ice cream too, but that's like a saying. It's okay. a saying. I'm just wow, damn, you got all the yeah, because vanilla's fucking good. All right, let's go back to uh, to comments. Um, so the first thing is uh, we did ask: Is Mason Mount a nonce for breaking quarantine? Seventy five percent of the voters said yes. Twenty five percent only said no. We had a discussion about this. Yeah. Brian also commented: Everyone that breaks quarantine or ignores social distancing is a nonce. Thoughts? I guess. Whatever. <laughs> All right. We also asked, with quarantining going on, what streaming service do you recommend as a replacement or cable dish provider? And you can comment on this now that you've so, come up with a solution. So, I mean, I, I was so close to getting Sling, mm-hmm. but I did a lot of research. And as we're recording this, we're looking at YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend YouTube TV. And we're going to do the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus combo for well, yeah. A that's month. whenever you decide to like commit to it, right? Oh no, um, no. I think we're, I mean we're in. I just have to do it now. Okay. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have YouTube TV has all the channels I want except NHL TV or NHL Network, but I'll work mm-hmm. around that. Um, but yeah, I mean it is fucking great. On top of that, I got Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and soon Hulu. So so it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Steve. Says, I cut the cord but then got all of the streaming services <laughs> as follows with their monthly dues. Sling TV with the sports package, NBA TV, NHL TV, tennis channel, etc. He loves it. Forty three sixty a month. Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus. That's $12.99 a month. A month, right. Uh, Netflix, 18 And Amazon Prime included with Prime. And yeah. all of that is less than places like Dish, DirecTV, and you get all these channels. Yeah. I mean, he didn't put that part in. I put that part in. Uh, Brian says I watched more Disney Plus than anything, but I also have a three-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> so understandable. Yeah. I mean, like I now ever since I got it, like this TV, I've been watching like everything on Netflix and Amazon Prime because like I upped my Netflix charge, so now I have like movies in 4K. Right, and I've been like absent from that world for so long, and holy fuck, it's like game changer. Yeah, so. Yeah, I might get YouTube TV too. It's, I mean, like I used to I, not be a big TV guy, big movie guy, but like here I am now. I mean, my bill just came in for Dish, and I'll share it. Like 122 bucks a month. Wait, what? Yeah, 122 bucks. Okay, it yeah. used to be 80. Now I'm looking at this bill. I'm like, bitch, I don't have that money. Like, are you yeah, kidding me, dude? Get Sling or YouTube. Probably YouTube. Then, I'm gonna probably go YouTube. And TV. then you have a Netflix account, right? Right. We already have Netflix. Do you have a 4K. 4K, just up that so, shit, yeah. and then you'll have Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. So, I mean, what else do you need? So, the only thing with YouTube TV you were saying is it doesn't have which channel that, that you, you said? NHL have, Network. NHL Network. Does and you know NBA, me. Does it have NBA TV? And you know me in season, the only thing on my TV is NHL Network. NHL Network. Well, I'm sure there's a deal you can go <laughs> There's got to be an edit. No? Yeah. And well, you know what? With that, I could probably watch any NHL game I want. So, I'll probably do that because I am Is there something? Like, are you sure you didn't look into it and there's like... um. Unfortunately, sports not. thing. Okay, well, like, you know, they have Steve all they, Sling TV. They so. literally have everything else though. Like I have NFL, MLB Network, and how much is NBA YouTube TV? TV again? Fifty, fifty a month, right? Yeah. Okay, Sling is a little cheaper. It is, right? I mean, but and they have NHL Network, so yeah. 
Yeah, I Steve mean, was all, saying here he's got that preference. Package, yeah. So. All right. Um, Steve also said, due to coronavirus, I've been rewatching Seinfeld. Great show. Yeah, wait, who said that? Steve. Steve, yes. Seinfeld's um, probably two or three of my all-time favorite TV shows. And he said that uh, I've been rewatching it and just realized that Jeff Paris is George Costanza. <laughs> and he has a clip here of George Costanza's rage. Should we, should we play it? Uh, yeah. All right, let's see. I mean, hopefully this doesn't sound like crap. I'm just going to play it. We're just going to go straight into it. This isn't even going to be inserted as a clip. We're just going to... How long is this clip? These pretzels are making me thirsty. Oh, that was no good. I didn't say anything. All right, I'm going to go uh, break up with Owen. What was wrong with that? I had a different interpretation. Do you know anything about this pretzel guy? Maybe he's been in the bar a really long time and he's really depressed because he has no job and no woman and he's parking cars for a living. Alright, I'm gonna stop the clip right there, but it's on our YouTube. Yeah, dude. Uh, Seinfeld <laughs> is such a fucking great show. And then uh, Jeff Paris went back at him and said, You are Ross from Friends. To which uh, Steve said, I've been told this before. Do I or do I not end up with Jennifer Aniston? I'm good with it. Cheeky reply. To which he says, She wouldn't look at you if you were on fire. <laughs> and then Steve says, Jeff is getting upset in all caps. <laughs> this is an electric back and forth. Um, these guys have been entertaining us throughout the quarantine. Even though Steve said the pod is the content I need right now. Shout out, Steve. Thanks for that. That makes so that does make us feel really good. Like so, we you know we put the pod out, and like sometimes the numbers are up, sometimes they're not. But it's like it's it's really your guys' interactions and stuff like that that gets us going. in. so this stuff has been a lot. That's what I told you. I was like, like um, I don't really care about numbers because yeah. a like I enjoy. Well, you doing- used to. You used to. Well, just so we can get people to interact. Right. But now that we have, like, interaction, that's, like, all I really want. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been great. Yeah. Um, Brian says that he's shocked that you would rather cancel the season than give Liverpool the title. Luckily, (laughs) EPL has said the season will be finished before the next season can start. Any comments on that? Well, yeah. I think because when you think of the future, sure, Liverpool won't have a Premier League medal. But, like, I'm always going to go back and think of that team, like, and – act like they were champions like not say it but like in my head i can be like that was the team okay yeah so for me that's all i need i don't need like a medal or a title to it like i like i think me alongside everyone deep down knows fair enough fair enough so in the future if someone gives you that that joke i'd be like whatever you're right but we both know liverpool should should have a title but it's still highly likely this season will be played out. So we'll see what happens there. And, like, um, this is, like, the team I've had probably the most – like, so when I watch the team, I like, it's just insane. Mm-hmm. But I think emotionally invested in because of everything that was happening 2013, right. that year is still, like, bananas. Yeah. That was peak, peak football, peak, like – Everything banter on Twitter. Everything was just nuts. Was that like old school NBA for you that we mentioned here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that was nuts. I think uh, we should make a bingo spot every time Arine mentions the 2013 Liverpool team, <laughs> and or you should take a shot when you. Bro, that. that team was so. That was that season was like so special. It was it's, like legit magical. It's funny we mentioned that for those. I, I'm sorry, this is a mini sidebar, but I mean I have to mention this. 
Have you ever seen Love Island, like the normal one, not UK, like American Love Island? No. Where do you stream it from? Um, we saw it on, actually, Dish. Dish had it uh, oh, wow, okay. while we have it for now. And they say the word vibes so many times. I fucking hate the word vibes now. It's such a bullshit word. So I, it's I, so stupid. And like, I, I was vibing with this guy. Fuck out of here. Like, they, I mean, okay, I get that you say it. And people are going to think I'm crazy for coming out like this. No, you're not because you're but, not the only person that thinks like that. But they say it so many fucking times. Like, did you vibe with that guy? We were vibing <laughs> today. And I'm like, this show, like, I'm going to fucking beat someone's ass if they say vibe next. All right. So here's my I question to you. Okay. So initially um, – I started saying it a lot like fucking high school or something like that. Okay. So, and what year was that? Mise and whatever. Well, well, let me ask you, what year was that? Was that like six years ago? Uh, well, so, tell, tell the people, what year was that? Um, Not 2019, because that's when the show was taped. So that's 2013. Yeah. Shout out 2013. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> Take a shot. So, like, 2019, these motherfuckers that are older than you were in high school... I was coming on Love Island. We we were vibing. Were you vibing with that guy? See, here's the thing. Shut the fuck up. I think it's I think it's a good word. I think it's it's genuinely a good word because when you're trying to like explain your your connection with someone. Oh my god, they say the word connection so many times too. But but that makes sense in a show like that. That makes sense when you're trying. You're trying to connect because that makes sense. That's okay. Okay, I know you have a fiance now, but when you're out in the field and you're dating, so like maybe perhaps some of my single fellow people will understand this. When you're talking with like a girl. That's how they used to. Yeah, I know. When you're talking with a girl, how how do you like explain that like quote unquote connection or like you're just like wow, it was like a good vibe, like the oh my god, <laughs> stop. <laughs> just See, be like we got on very well. The conversation was good. You could even say the conversation was electric. Here's the elevation. thing, though. I you know it's because there's some people out there like myself we that were legit, vibing that legit believe in like genuine like I think there's more. Okay, I'm not going to get deep into it, but I think, like, there's a genuine connection, like, electric connect- – not electric. I don't know how to explain it. Now you said electric. I, like I don't know that. how to explain it, but, like, there's more to it than that. And I think vibe's a good word to explain, like, the like that you're on the same wavelength as another human okay. being. That's you, really hippie, but, like, If you get true. a chance, watch Love Island, people, because you'll have time in the quarantine. Just put it on. It, it Half is okay. It half sucks. But see how many times they say vibe. But I agree. There, is a, there are people that they use it, it when you don't even have to use it. And right. it's just like, what the fuck? It, I think that's why I got pissed. It was such an overuse. And like, I just, I, I lost my mind. I lost my mind by like, the, there were 20, we saw 22 episodes in like four or five days. And my mind was lost. I was yeah. so fucking pissed. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to watch the UK version of it first. Yeah, I, I should have probably done that because they probably don't say vibe in like a bunch of nonces. <laughs> UK television actually in my opinion is a little bit better than the American versions cuz in the UK they censor a lot of shit. Yeah. And yeah. and English people tend uh, to be a little and they bit don't wilder. Hold back. Yeah, they don't hold back. They're yeah. not like so in this US one basically like someone would get pissed they'd go with, like talk to their friends about it. like oh this guy did this this and they wouldn't like confront the people. In the English one I feel like they'll just straight Yeah, up just and the perfect example is Perfect example is Jersey Shore and Geordie Shore. Geordie Shore is way better than Jersey Shore, but Jersey Shore, in my opinion, is good. Yeah, no, it is. Geordie Shore well, is just next level shit. Listen, just a shit. commentary about soccer. We're, we're talking about soccer. Yeah, like the guy messes up. He's like, "Oh, he just missed it." And like in the English Premier League, like, "Oh, fluffed his line. Yeah. He really made a mess of it." Yeah, yeah. What an awful attempt! Like yeah. you hear shit like that. You know? They're raw. Yeah, yeah it is. That's I like true. That. So anyway, just a little sidebar. But uh, Steve posted man of the match or week. Wilfried Zaha, did you hear about what he's doing? He's offering free housing to hospital workers around London who are tackling coronavirus. 
Dude, I want that Thoughts guy. On Wolf Zaha. I, I want Wolf Zaha at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how he's still at Palace. I don't know how no one's breaking the bank for him because, like, he's a fucking insane player. And, he, like, he's shown no bad attitude. Like, and he does shit like this, so. Yeah, amazing stuff from him. Little yeah. note from our guy at the end here. Uh, Unai Emery oh. said Ramsey decided to leave Arsenal and he joined a big club. This Thoughts is for on you. Fuck, Unai Emery. Unai Emery is a little bitch. Okay, here's why. This dude comes out and says, oh, left this guy for a big club. Why'd you take the Arsenal job? Huh? Like, if he goes from PSG, you would think if you're going to take the Arsenal job, like, would you really call it, like, would you really go to that big of a downgrade that he's mentioning here? Well, I don't think, well, maybe he doesn't think PSG's a big club. Well, then he's lost his damn mind. Dude had Neymar and couldn't do shit. And then he comes to Arsenal can't do shit. Good evening. Fuck out of here, dude. I'm done with Unai Emery. This this man yeah, coming see, out here. I don't know what. Why is he so sour? Like you suck. Like move on. Go get a go get a new job. Why you say, like it's like someone that just got like got broken up with like four months ago. And instead of playing the field like four months ago, was it four months ago? It was in December. What oh, are we man. in now? April. Five months ago, they're still like talking about their former boyfriend or girlfriend and not going back out there. It's like, dude, move the fuck on, Unai. Yeah. You little bitch. That's what I gotta say. Yeah. Sorry, I had to bust it out. Fuck that guy. Thoughts? You That's wild. Um, yeah, I agree. It just I, I want to know what his definition of a big club is. That's true. I guess if it, Arsenal yeah. isn't a big club, then what? Very. Then he has a. Then his list is a top five or ten, right? Because they're in the top twenty. So, in your opinion, what classifies a team as a big club? I feel like a team that has history. A team that has finances, you know, high finance, high spending. Do they have to have all of it or just like certain ones? I think there's a threshold at each level that you have to be above. So here's my question to you. Is Man City. Man City. PSG has history. Okay. I'll say yes because like Jeff Paris has pointed out to us multiple times that Man City does have somewhat of a history. Of what? Going down League One? (laughs) I don't know. All right, speaking of Man City. Okay, so the yes to you. They Steve, are a big club. Steve shared the, the, the thought, oh no, I this, think would, they are. this would break Whittle Jeffrey's heart, where Raheem Sterling, you, and you've seen this, would I ever go back? To be honest with you, I love Liverpool. Don't get it twisted. They're always in my heart. Thoughts, and would you accept Raheem Sterling back? And there you go again. Dude, my emails are popping, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd accept him back. Yeah? Yeah. Straight up? I think he's really fucking good. Do you think he'll come back, or do you think he's going to go to Real Madrid? Because this band's going to come. I don't think he's going to come to Liverpool. If he goes to Real Madrid, I after think he'd he be said really that, good with us. would you guys be pissed? What? After this comment that, you've, no. that I've read. No, because no, technically he didn't even answer the question. Let's be real. Okay. Because <laughs> he answered a little kid's question, and the little kid was a Liverpool fan. So he's not going to be like, you know, fuck Liverpool. He's going to be like, oh, like... Yeah, I have a special place for Liverpool. Because, like, at the end of the day, we did develop him. So, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I mean, think about if you were, like, if you were on, like, fucking Norwich mm-hmm. and you moved to Arsenal, if someone was like, would you ever go back to Norwich? He would say it was a four-year-old and he's, like, wearing his Norwich gear. <laughs> so, yeah, let's see, like, some little kid goes, oh, like, what do you think about Norwich? What would you say? Wouldn't you be like, oh, like, and you generally, like, became a good player at Norwich. Yeah, I mean, I always talk good about it, but I feel like, the way he left, it kind of left a sour taste in your – like you've mentioned it many times on the pod in the earlier episodes. You you said things. Okay. 
that Brian put in a bingo sheet. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would personally, yeah, I would say something like that, but yeah. So you, you'd overcome your hard feelings for him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, fun question here. Who's the best player you've ever seen live? And Steve answered that he has seen, uh, his was Clint Dempsey. So, do you think that was with the U.S. men's national team or with the Sounders? Yeah, I don't know. Steve, let us know. Probably Sounders, right? Well, no, because there's, I mean, he'd been the best player on the U.S. team for a while, and they must have been playing a bumfuck team then, right? Steve probably saw him with the U.S. men's national team because they play a good amount of, at Soldier Field here. Yeah, but also, well, Steve, let us know. When did you see them? How about you? You answer the question, do then. Uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah, you saw Messi. Yeah. I saw him at Soldier Field. At Wait a minute. Messi and Friends. Oh, yeah. Actually, my answer changes now. Remember when I saw Real Madrid? Remember we talked about this a little bit last night, and I was talking about how we saw Byron. I saw Real Madrid also. Yeah? Yeah. But I don't think Ronaldo was there. He didn't, he didn't come into the game. Fuck. So I don't know. <sighs> Byron's team. Philip Lom played. Didn't he? He might have. Yeah. I don't know. He played like 30 minutes. So I'm going to go with Philip Long. Wild answer. I'm changing my answer from, I think I said Lewandowski last night. I don't think Lewandowski came. I don't think he came. So I'm going to go with Long. I've seen Dortmund play too. I've seen Pulisic play multiple times. Yeah. But I've seen Dortmund as well. Yeah. So I've seen Royce. Yeah. Um, Crazy stuff. That's tough. I've, seen Pulis- I've seen Jane Sancho. Oh, yeah. So have I. Which one did you see him? No, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool, Dortmund, and Notre Dame Stadium. Okay. I saw Dortmund and Man City at Soldier Field. Like, I just, like, I went on Craigslist, and there were, like, really cheap tickets, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to watch the stadium and watch the yeah, game. Yeah, you've seen Man City as well. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, there's some good players now that Mahrez I Mahrez was right. playing. He had just gotten signed, and I think it was his first Man City And then when game. we went to England, like, um, any player really on the, the Arsenal squad or the 2000, 2013 Liverpool team, we saw that squad. We saw Suarez. Yeah. We've seen Lampard, Terry, uh, Otzel. Yeah. Um, a lot of players. Wow. I've seen, oh, I, yeah, I've seen Manchester kidding. United as well. I've seen, I've seen Zlatan. Oh, we've seen Suarez. I've seen Zlatan. Yeah. Fuck me. Luis Suarez. Wow, we've seen a lot. We've been lucky, man. We've been really lucky. So let us know. I just haven't seen Ronaldo. Our, our intern retweeted. Damn. Retweeted both Steve's tweet and the initial one. So go ahead and post who the best player is. I dabbed with David Alaba. At uh, at the footy <laughs> at the footy corner two, so at the footy corner two, um, Javi Alonso, his autograph is right above us. We're gonna Damn. stop before I names every player in soccer history. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's one. Here's a fun one. Okay, Jeff Paris asks, and this is our plea to him. I guess we can make. What NCAA team should I support? I have thought about this for some time. Rules: one, it can't be a religious school. Two. I'd rather it not be in the South, but if you make a good case, I'll listen. I have a team from. Three, no school that Steve attended. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So these are his rules. Uh, Steve then said, you know the NCAA isn't playing either, right? Stay tuned for my thorough analysis of which team you should root for first, but first why you shouldn't. Um, And it talks about the nine most absurd NCAA violations in recent memory. Then Steve made his case for every team. So he goes, based on... What I can glean from your personality and prerequisites, your best bet is a Big Ten conference team. Very so accurate. There we yeah. go. And I like that. So um, <laughs> he asked where Steve went, but Steve just gave the lowdown. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this because this is really good. 
Indiana University, pros, lots of history in basketball, cons sucks at everything else except swimming, epitome of frat heaven, Illinois University, or University of Illinois, Limit pros, limited basketball history, party school, cons, where the fuck is Champaign, Illinois, Yeah, sucks at everything else. Michigan, pros, good basketball school but only care about football, which they're good enough to lose in every major game they play. Cons, insufferable fans, elitists. Think they're a lot better than they are, just like you, Jeff. That's a, that. So Michigan before, might be. Before it. we continue, yeah. my vote for Jeff. Like, I mean, not because I mean what Steve said was accurate, but just like when you say that to me, when you say like, what team should Jeff? I think it's Michigan. Mm-hmm. Plus, Michigan's they're also close, the closest to Detroit. To, to, yeah. So well, and and uh, and Canada. Toronto. Yeah. I agree. I think that's it. But I'm going to keep going on the list because this is a great um, analysis. Michigan State and everyone else, either. Everyone else can uh, can uh, appreciate this because Brian went to a Big Ten school and, and uh, wait, Nick he didn't Field. mention Steve didn't mention uh, Michigan State. Yeah, he did right here. So oh. Wisconsin. I'm not done yet. Wisconsin party school, Northern bastards, blue collar, liberal city, great at hockey, good at both football and basketball. Not going to win anything, but will always compete. My recommendation for you. Is Wisconsin is what he said. Wisconsin seems too nice though for Jeff. Cold most of the year, so it's right at home for you. Yeah. Michigan State pros party school, pretty good at basketball and okay at football. Cons little brother syndrome, always comparing themselves against others. Minnesota pros one of you northern bastards. Cons they're not really good at anything. Uh, Iowa pros blue collar hardworking basketball and football teams will randomly have good season and then lose a major game to a much better school yeah it's very true maryland pros basketball history hometown of the wire con not good now and only recently joined the big 10 yeah Nebra- don't nebraska don't, don't bother yeah accurate northwestern the only they only have sports to help their genius students get exercise the harvard of the midwest yeah ohio state if you continue your bandwagon fandom this is your choice Dirty as hell, but pretty good at most everything. Right up your alley. Yeah, Jeff could be Ohio State. Penn State, good at some sports, but you don't want to root for a pedophile school, right? Yeah, no, Jeff, don't go Penn State. Purdue, bunch of engineers who used to be good at basketball. Still are, mate. Always have a puncher's chance nowadays. Oh, yeah, there you go. And that's that. Rutgers, just know it's New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) So his suggestion was Wisconsin. Dude, that analysis of every Big Ten team was, like, very accurate. Yeah, shout Along out with like Steve. the culture around yeah. them is very accurate, and that's why I wanted to make sure we read it. We read it. We read all of them because that was awesome. So thank you, Steve, for like the best content. Jeff, let us know who you're picking, and that's coming from. And you agree, and you've been yeah. a Big Ten guy yeah, since I'm a Big Ten guy. Yeah, you remember since yeah since I was like six. So uh, <laughs> you are a Purdue fan. You grew up a Purdue fan. You went, I to, went Purdue. to Purdue, and I'm teaching at Purdue. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So um. I would and suggest you're an engineer, so that yeah. is. I would suggest Michigan for him, but Wisconsin I could see too. That's pretty funny. I think Michigan. Or, I know they're two rivals. I think Michigan or Ohio State because I feel like if you're an outsider just kind of getting into it, you want to get in with a team that's well has a history and is like very competitive usually. Mm-hmm. And like Michigan's had its ups and downs, but. And they've had some good years in basketball. They're both. They're, they're like both. Steve mentioned. I feel know? like they're both like always a big story. There's always a story around them, mm-hmm. much like your Maple Leafs, Jeff. Right. But like, ha. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But they're very competitive and fun to watch. I thought that was a really yeah really good. Mention By the way, we were question. at the game when Purdue beat uh, number two or number one Ohio State last year. Two. They two. were two. Yeah. 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 
Dude, we had some good games. Yeah. Purdue beat Tennessee in the tournament. Some of you might remember that overtime thriller. And then I was also at the game that Purdue lost to Virginia on that Cisco buzzer beater. Yeah. But that Which, Ohio State game was fucking nuts. Oh, Storming oh the, man. The field. Absolutely. It was it was one of the craziest games ever. But so. yeah. But yeah, that's college talk. But Jeff, do what you wow. want with that info and let us know which team you select <laughs> because um, it's Big Ten country territory. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff. All right. So, uh, let me continue. When was our last show? I have a few more. It was like 10 days ago. It was longer than that, maybe. What day is it today? The Friday? 1st of April. Friday? So, it's two weeks ago, maybe? Say Friday? Yeah. Nine, All right. 10 days ago. I have some notes here that I gathered throughout the week, so I'm going to share some of them after I go through your lesbian hair pictures. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm growing it back out, but it's going to look better. I have some... Okay, so about Jaden Sancho... Apparently, Man United is working very hard to get him. Prices are on 130 million euros. I was hearing from an ITK. Liverpool still most likely destination, but have to sell either Mane or Salah. So my question was going to be to you: <laughs> If you were given that option, would you do that, or would you just keep it as is? Oh shit! That's what my ITK says. That Liverpool is the top choice, but they probably have to sell one of those guys. But my question is: Would you do that? A and B. I mean, would you do it thinking that? One of those guys might go anyway. Um, I'd talk to those individuals if mm-hmm. I'm Jurgen Klopp and be like, what's your long-term goal? Would you be willing to stay here Okay, you know, until you're like 31, 32? Right. And if they say yes, then no to Jane Sancho. But if they say like – even if they give a dicey answer – Go to Jane. They're gone. So I thought that was really interesting. I thought I'd share that. Like little tidbits that I think are really But they're, cool. they're both going to be – what are they, 27, 20 – 28, maybe? Uh, that, you know that They're good for, like, two or three more years. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Keep that shit. All right. Uh, do you know the... Um, and plus, there's always... Dude, and that's the thing about soccer that people sometimes don't understand. Or, wow, that sounded really, like, a twatty. Condescending? Like that. Yeah. But, like, there's always going to be a next big thing. There's always going to be a new guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, when those guys, when their time's done, there's going to be another Jane Sancho prospect. Right. Okay. So, so we'll see. But, but... Are they going to be that close to well, getting him? Well, I didn't mean to word it like that very douchey. Are they going to be that close to getting him, though? Like, apparently they have a really good shot. Yeah, My I think it'd be tough as long as they keep up the success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Have you heard of the you're, – you're good with these things. English rapper, Blow. Yeah. You know about him? Yeah. He's been revealed. Like, the, who he is has been yeah. revealed. Did you know – do you know who he is or no? No. Oh, he is – his name is Quincy Owusu Abeyi, and he used to be um, an Arsenal striker. <laughs> Wow. He retired at the age of 30 to become a rapper. He retired from soccer. <laughs> wow. I thought you – I was like, Arian definitely knows who this lad is. Yeah. Quincy OU Blow. So apparently he used to – Yeah, I know him by Blow, not Quincy IUE whatever. <laughs> yeah, so he revealed himself. Um, some wild scenes there. So okay. I know him off the pitch. You know him on the pitch. Um, quick note. Okay, here's something else I heard from an ITK. Uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, and Tottenham are all understood to want to take Philippe Coutinho on loan next season. So apparently things may not be working out for him. He might. What are your thoughts? It's. I don't get why we just don't take him back. So you'd rather have him than those other teams? Yeah. I don't want him to play us. Mm-hmm. He's good, dude. He's really fucking good. I've right? seen what he could do. I don't want to play him. All right. Fun, fun game. And you guys can play at home too. Plus, I think he, I think he wants to come back to Liverpool. But Jurgen Klopp does not like him for his antics. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. all right. So fun game that I thought we could all play. And I know we're we're going along, but I, I think these tidbits are electric. Like this is 
Yeah. If I were hearing these things, and a lot of them... Wait, my question to you is, like, would you be happy with him at Arsenal? I'd take him, yeah. Yeah. But on loan? If if you can't find the player you need this year and you need another year, yeah. Like, like, let's say we need to address other positions and put the money in there and just get a loan for a year. Get him for a year and then... Would you rather have Jack Grealish or Felipe Coutinho? Jack Grealish. He's younger. Simply because he's younger. Yeah. And maybe he gets... Oh, I wouldn't say he gets the English system more because Coutinho yeah, rips Coutinho up got it thing. too. Yeah. I mean, it's just because he's younger. Honestly, Coutinho. only because he's younger. They're both really good. Yeah. I'd be happy either way. Now, let me see. Let's see how well you can do. I got a little quiz for you. Oh. And for everyone at home. Let's see if you can all get it. The longest current serving member of each Premier League club. So who's been the longest standing member of each I club? Don't, I can't look at anything. No. I'll go in alphabetical order. I'm not going to know this. I know. Well, see which ones you can get. Alphabetical order. I'm starting with Arsenal. July 1st, 2012. This guy's been a member of them since that date. Who's your backup goalie? Yeah. He's um, changed names, so this is Emiliano fair. Martinez. Yeah, Emiliano it, it, Martinez. There you go. You're one for one. Okay. That's him. All right. Aston Villa since July 1st, 2013. Um, Jack Grealish. Yep. Jack Grealish and Jed Steer. Okay. I don't know who that line is, but <laughs> you're two for two. Okay. Those at home, play along. Bournemouth since January 1st, 2012. I can't look at the roster sheet. Go ahead and look at the roster sheet. Oh, I can? Yeah, take your phone out. Oh, that's easy then. I'm going to win this. Why? A roster sheet doesn't say when they've been around since. No, I know. But, like, if I could even, like, glance at their team. Those at home thinking, pick out Bournemouth's longest standing player. See if you can get it. Arne's looking through their uh, roster currently. There you go. Um... I'm going to go... And it doesn't say date signs. What's the, what's the year? What's the year? January 1st, 2012. I don't think you're going to get Bournemouth. Lewis Cook? Nope. Dan Gosling? Nope. Ryan Frazier? No. <laughs> Ryan Frazier's really young, mate. I don't know who it is, then. You want me to just say it? Yeah. Charlie Daniels. Okay, Charlie yeah. Daniels. No. All right. Brighton. Now go to Brighton and Hove Albion. Since July 1st... This is the longest one we've had so far. 2010. July 1st, 2010. 2010. I, do you want me to give you a hint after you guess once? After I guess once? Yeah, guess once and then I'll give you a hint. Okay. Alex Cochran. Nope, but he's their captain. He's currently their captain. Brighton's captain. Glenn Murray? No. What? No. It's not Aaron Moy. No, Aaron Moy was on City. You know that. Guy. Who the fuck is their captain? You don't know their captain? Someone at home has to be Lewis shouting. Dunk? Yep, Lewis Dunk. Aston Villa, or sorry, Burnley. I confused them. They look alike, their jerseys. Burnley. Since Jan- this is the longest standing one out. January 1st, 2010. I don't think I'm going to get this one. I don't think so either. Can I just skip it? Or- <laughs> Philip Barnsley? No. Okay, who? Kevin Long. Okay. I don't even know who that lad yeah, is. Yeah. Now, here we go. Big team here. Chelsea. They've had this guy since August 24th, 2012. Brian, you can guess at home too. Since 2012? Yeah. I think Brian knows this one. Cesar Azpilicueta? Yep, it was. It's Dave. Dave, yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace. Since July 1st, 2012. So it's not Zaha. Nope. 2012? Yeah. July 1st, 2012. Ooh, I think I have someone in mind. Yeah? I know this game takes a while, but this is pretty fun, I think. Okay. Um, Wayne Hennessy? No. (sighs) I'll give you a hint after your next guess. It's not Tompkins. No. Um, I'll give you a hint after the next guess. It's one of these guys, I think. Okay. 
I think I have two guys in mind. Okay. It's one of the Jameses. No. No? No. This guy shares the name of a hockey player. Joel Ward. Yeah, Joel Ward. That's pretty... Shout out Cam Ward. Yeah. No, Joel... Joel Ward. Wasn't... Who's that? That black guy that played for Nashville? Oh. Wasn't there a guy named Joel Ward? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Look it up, maybe. You can probably get this one. Everton. Oh, Since, Lane Baines. Yeah, he's the longest standing in the entire Premier League. <laughs> who is still <laughs> who is still playing and not retired? <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> August 7, 2007. Uh, how about Leicester City? July 1st, 2011. I can't believe he's still on their team. Why? Because, I don't know. I can't believe he's been on the team that long. August or July 1st, 2011. Leicester City. Um, West Morgan? No. Longer standing than West Morgan. I, I'm, I'm just shocked this was who I'm was. looking for an old guy. Oh, I was wrong about Leighton Baines. There's one more player that's been around. Is it Jamie Vardy? No. Oh. There's one player in the entire system here in list that has been longer than Leighton Baines, by the way. You'll get to it. I think you'll get it, too. Mark Albrighton? Nope. I don't think Shit. I, I'm, I'm out of it. Casper Schmeichel. What? Can you believe that? Yeah. All right. Here we go, Arjen. Liverpool. July 1st, 2011. July 1st, 2011? Um, um, I should know this. Hey, yeah, it's Liverpool, Nate. I'll see it when I when I see it. Um, so it's not a defender. My initial thought right now is, oh, it's Jordan Henderson. Yep, it is Jordan. Wow, Henderson. yeah, that's wow. Brain Ma- fart. Manchester City since July fourteenth, two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, David, David Silva? Yeah, David Silva. Manchester United, July 1st, 2011. There are two players you can guess here. They're, they signed on the same day. Oh, that's this one, this one should be easy because they were on the good teams. Um, <laughs> Whoa, why are you laughing? It's funny. Um, fuck, dude. 2011? Yeah. Juan Mata got exiled after that, so it's not him. Right, he played for Chelsea around. Yeah. Um. What the fuck? This is a tough one now. This would be the 12th out of So three. I'm going to go with Phil Jones? Yep. And he, I'm trying to think of who the other guy could be. Um, 2011? 11, yeah. It's kind of shocking to me. I didn't know it was that long for this guy. Um. Phil Jones is one of them, though. David De Gea. Yeah, it is David De Gea and Phil yeah. Jones. I keep skipping over the goalies. Newcastle. August 30th, 2011. Damn, they've been through some shit then. And this guy's been there the whole time. Newcastle. <laughs> these next three are, these next three. I don't think you'll get, but I think you'll get like the last five. Um, so with this one, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm not really sure about your chances here. Like I said, the next three. Uh... None of the long staffs, even though they're no. Matt Ritchie. No. What? Yeah, he played for he played for Bournemouth before me. Oh fuck. John, uh, what, what year? Uh, 2011, August oh. 30th, 2011. Andy Carroll? No, no, <laughs> no, mate. He played for Liverpool in that time. Come I don't. On, know. I, um, what uh, do you What do you tend to skip? Uh, Rob Elliott. Yeah, Rob Elliott. Uh, Norwich City, August 24th, 2012. This one, there's no way I'm getting it, dude. There's no way I'm getting this. So who was around when they got fucked by Luis Suarez? 
Yeah, that's a way you can think about it. Um, that's really a way you can think about it. It's not it. my boy Emiliano Buendia. Correct, correct. Buendia is rather new. Um, and it's not Pookie, so don't even guess Pookie. No. Damn, this is actually really tough. Yeah, nor, these next two are really hard, but I think you might nail the last five, or at least get get them at some point. Josh Martins? No. Sam Byram? Nope. Sam Byram played for West Ham at some point, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know, Ben Godfrey? No. Ah, I'm out. You want me to just say it? Alexander Tetti. Sheffield United, July 1st, 2014. This one, there's no way I'm going to get it. That's the other one that I'm just going to Chris Basham. Yeah. All right, here we go. Now, I think these five, you're going to at least get by, like, the fourth guess. Okay. At least by the fourth. Southampton, July 1st, 2012. Sotan. Yeah. I think you'll get this in the first two or three guesses. And the rest of them, I think. Damn, he's been there a while. Yeah. Uh, Do they still have Target? No, he's on Villa now. I should have known that then. Um, Ooh, Bertrand's been there a while. No, he was on Chelsea during this time. Ryan Bertrand played for Chelsea? Yeah. That's shocking to me. So at home, Southampton players. Think about it. Nathan Redmond? No. Oh, James Ward-Prowse. Yep, James Ward-Prowse. Fuck me. Tottenham, uh, January 1st, 2011. Who's been on Tottenham for a long time? So it's someone even before, like, the Lamella guys. January 1st, 2011. Yeah. So Hugo Lloris? Nope. Oh, no, wait. That's that's a stupid thing to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, Jan Vertonghen. Mm-mm. What? Nope. Even he came after this guy. <laughs> Bro. Wait. I can't believe you haven't gotten this. Terry Kane? Yeah, Terry Kane. <laughs> Watford, September 22nd, 2012. Troy Deeney. Yep, Troy Deeney. This is the longest standing player in the Premier League. West Ham United. Mark Noble. <laughs> Mark Noble. Ready for this? So, so January first, two thousand and four. So useless, bro. So, bro, he's so useless. And finally, Wolverhampton. Wolves from August twenty second, two thousand ten. I didn't know this guy's been around that long. Liverpool defender, ex Liverpool defender. No, no, two thousand ten. Some old ass man. I didn't think he was this old. Yeah, look at their roster now. Um. So he's been there a while too. That's that's the Matt Doherty. Yep, it was. It was Matt Doherty. Yeah. Yep. So that was pretty fun. He's been around. Yeah. So let us know because he he was around when they were up last time. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. I didn't know he was that old. Did you? Um. So another thing about Philippe Coutinho, Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers wants to apparently sign him too now. Well, that means they want to sell James Madison. Hot seat. Well, they might know they have to. So, um, all right. So, let's see. Another yep. thing. Eddie Howe, shout out to him, becomes the first Premier League figure to take a voluntary pay cut. Oh, shit. The big cat race. Teams out. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, the other thing I want to say is, of note, there was a thing that came out today, this morning I saw it, morning our time. Uh, English, I don't know, yesterday, whatever. Um, <laughs> English, whatever. What's going on with pay cuts, right? Have you heard about this with teams? Arsenal, yeah. all staff will be paid as usual. Aston Villa has not made an announcement. Bournemouth says that no workers will be financially disadvantaged by the pandemic. So, so far, so good, right? Brighton, all staff will be paid as usual. So, all paid as usual the following. Brighton, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Everton, Liverpool. Yeah. West Ham United, 
those that have had no announcement, Chelsea, Aston Villa, Leicester City, Watford, Sheffield United, Southampton. Let's get to the interesting ones. Manchester City, all 1,000 casual staff will be paid for the rest of 2019-20. Okay. United will pay all casual staff as usual. Okay. Uh, Newcastle, all non-playing staff on temporary leave with full pay until April 30th and is instructed to apply for a job retention scheme after that. So Newcastle will stop paying them after April 30th. Norwich City were furlough staff who cannot work and look into doing the same for part-time and casual workers. Ready for this one? Uh, let's see. Wolves staff will be compensated. Now, here's the one I haven't gotten. Tottenham Hotspur. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. 20% pay cut for all 550 non-playing staff. Club will use government furlough scheme. So they're giving a pay cut to everyone. So fuck you, Tottenham. Wow. Uh, do we want to get to the big cat race? Or should we pause? The big cat race is about to happen. Okay, yeah. We're about to finish the episode, but we're going to pause. It's going to sound like nothing to you guys, but we got we to see the big cat race. So. All right, we are back, and I just realized this show's wildly long. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, although, I guess if we had that gap like we had last time, plenty of time to listen. So, with that said, let's now go to everyone's favorite segment this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. Okay, so let's see what we have before we do. By the way, quick note, the new Adam Richman on um, oh, what a, yeah. on what's the show? Yeah, mention this. Man, uh, Man vs. Food. Food. He's fraud. He might be. Man vs. Food has gone downhill with this guy. Had we seen it earlier, he might be up for Nas of the Week. Well, although this show makes me very hungry. Look at that burger. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Man vs. Food's an electric factory. All right, so before we get to this, I have to announce last week's Nas of the Week. I forgot. But it was by a long shot. Can you guess who it was? What? The Nas of the Week. Um, who were the candidates again? So we had... It was the Chelsea lad. Mason Mount. Didn't end up being him. Who was it? Uh, it was 43% picked Spring oh, Rudy Gobert. 57 went with Rudy I, Gobert. I Zero went with Gremio and Internacional, who had the fight. Yeah. And uh, 0% had Mason Mount. So 57, Rudy Gobert, and there was even a comment. Brian said Rudy was the spark that lit the fire on that night when all the dominoes fell. Yep. So good I point agree with there. you, Brian. So this week, let's go ahead and get to it. Our uh, first one, gosh, so many wild things going on. Our first one will go to Donald Trump, okay? Uh, Donnie's at it again. Said he knew South Korea better than anyone. Donnie. And went on to say that Seoul has 38 million people. When in reality, Seoul has about 9 million people, and he had been reading The Elevation of Seoul, which is 38 meters on Wikipedia. What are your thoughts, Arnie? Nothing surprises me with that anymore, dude. <laughs> like, what? what is he doing? At this point, like, look, you know me. I'm neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really believe in, like, a party system, so I just go with whoever I think is good. Right. At this point, dude, you can't defend this guy. <laughs> he says he used Come South Korea better than if we get a chance, wow! They're putting that, beer in the. Uh, if we get a chance, that'd be cool if we could put the clip in. But I don't know if that's putting beer in the burgers. How much here. time we're over? You ever um, cook burgers with beer? You're not gonna like this. Yeah, no, I haven't, but I heard it's good. All right, so you're not gonna like this, but your boy Jack Grealish is my up boy. For this. Uh, 
Police launch an investigation after Aston Villa's Jack Grealish is pictured following a traffic incident hours after his coronavirus stay-at-home plea. So apparently, um, Grealish went on uh, on... Oh, I mean, he's not dressed for, like, a party. It's a get-together, for sure. Well, that's fine, but the point is... So here it is. Jack Grealish, in a video, says, To help save lives, you must stay at home. Only leave your house to buy food, buy medicine, or to exercise, and always remember to stay at least two meters apart. This is urgent. Protect the NHS. Stay home. Save lives. Uh, Then, apparently, just before 10 a.m., which was hours after he sent this message... His Range Rover was crashed into two parked cars. The driver left his details with a member of the public at the scene before leaving on foot and will be spoken to by police. Uh, so this is Jack Grealish just walked away. So apparently he was going to go to a gathering. <laughs> oh, I still love Jack Grealish. So that was a bit wild, right? You know, I, I, I mean, he's an idiot, but like, I mean, he's probably, he, he's a guy that likes to be social and shit. I mean, we all know. So I'm guessing he went crazy and had to do something. You know, maybe he went to go see a, a booty call or something. like. Yeah, but then the point is, then why do you make that, why do you make that announcement? Bro, you know what I would have said? I would have been like better. I was going to the grocery store. You know? Well, but, but he. Like, or like I was going to go that? visit why, my girlfriend. Why didn't he do that? though? That's like I was going to go visit a friend. Okay. But he didn't do that. So, so. <laughs> He fucked up by saying he was going to a party. Yeah. Okay, so Jack Grealish is one. Yeah. Then we have this one's wild. WBO middleweight champion Billy Joe Saunders. He's a British boxer um, who basically filmed himself working out on a punching bag in a barn, advising men how to hit their female partners if tempers flared during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Which resulted in fierce backlash, obviously. So, for the guys out there, please do not take Billy Joel, whatever his name is, advice. Billy Joel Saunders. That is absolutely fucking bananas. He was suspended by boxing. Um, Obviously, wild. Um, His manager says... uh, Chipotle has free delivery, by the way. Says, it was so idiotic. It was so frustrating because I know Billy well. He's a really good kid with a really good heart. He does a lot for the community. He does a lot for charity. But every now and again... He does the most stupid things. So, interesting theme here with Jack Grealish and Billy Joe Saunders. You know, good people that have moments all of a sudden that you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then there's Jeff Paris, not up for announce of the week, but he is nominated the year 2020 for obvious reasons, right? We had, you know, obviously uh, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Coronavirus outbreak has been wild. And we're only in the fourth month and it feels like no NCAA tournament, no festivals. What else? Um, what else got canceled? Literally everything. Seeing your friends got canceled. Seeing your friends nice. Seeing soon. your families canceled. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah, a lot of people's jobs got canceled. Right. Yeah. So 2020, I, I like that shout. It's almost like coronavirus last, you know, last time it was up. And I have an honorable mention. We didn't put this on our list, but uh, some lad, Cody Lee Fister was arrested and charged with making a terrorist threat for licking items at Walmart. <laughs> Should we make five this week? I think the poll only has four, right? This fuck himself. Cody Lee Fister apparently licked everything at Walmart and was arrested for when terrorist he, threats. And he looks like he put it on Snapchat. And yeah, he says, he did. I'm a nasty... Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so... If we can put that up, we will. Cody Lee Fister's also up there, so... Cody Lee Fister for, for licking things at Walmart. I don't think they allow... Did he have than- Corona? Oh, that I don't know that. 
That's a good okay. question. So he's up there too. Okay. So he licked things at Walmart. I'm not sure if you could have five. Um, so if I can't, I'll do four. If you want to vote Cody Leap Fister, just do a write-in vote. Okay. Just put in the comments. Um, who's your early pick? So my early pick, I can't vote Jack Grealish because he's my boy. Yeah. Um, so let me go over. I'm going to go with Billy Joe Saunders for making a video on how to hit your wife. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. Donnie for thinking, you know, South Korea. Although, no, Jack no. Grealish. It should be 2020. I'm going to put 2020 and then the wife hitting video. Okay. I, 2020. Gosh, Cody Lee Fisk. Bro, 2020 was going to be such a good year. I'm going to go with Billy Joe Saunders. That is bananas. 2020 is like, that's something that's uncontrollable. Like, nature has taken its course and something has been fucked. And Billy Joe Saunders, though, this man, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And him and Cody Lee Fister are my top two. This lad going around licking things at Walmart. Cody Fister. And they've called him a terrorist. So, you know. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Um, long episode. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, that's what we get for not being on for a while. Uh, what are you doing? What happened? I don't Are know why this buttons, <laughs> and I don't know what you just heard, but I'm going to repeat it. Long episode. Well, I have to edit this shit. Why are you fucking around with this? I'm one? not. We're almost done. But yeah. Well, because look, lad, it's orange. It's never like that. It's okay. Uh, it makes up for us for not being around for a while. I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's warning us that time's running out. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, um, we won't be gone for too long. Maybe next week we'll spit another one out. Um and we have a future episode worth I say we will. I say we'll figure some shit out. Yeah, it, it might be later next week, but it'll be next week. Um, we'll later. Hopefully with a guest. I don't know. We'll, see. we'll, have, well if we have a guest. We'll, we've been... Yeah. And then um, if not, uh, if we don't have a guest, we do have an idea. So If we're might, late on the pod, don't blame me. Blame blame Ashton. What? Okay. Well, now my phone's out Barry. So we might have a best of episode. Oh, yeah. Too. So that might be coming where we just kind of put some funny moments on. Not necessarily next week, but... At some point, if coronavirus keeps taking away things to talk about. Yeah. So, anything else? Is there anything else? I got I nothing. I got everything. No. All right. Uh, with that said, let's go to that big fucking loser wow. who thinks Arsenal's a small club. He's a fucking small manager. Take it away. Unai Emery. Go Pancakes. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening, good evening.